Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Did they ever come out with that movie? Um, Tommy Wiseau and uh, Mark, I forget his actual name. Uh, they had like a movie that like had a trailer out. Surname Hi. Turns out he was Asian this whole time. So he was calling him his surname and then his name. Oh, Hi so, Mark. Yeah. So Hi Mark. So like Yao Ming. Yeah. <laughs> Ming Yao? Or like Kim, uh, Kim Jong-un. Okay, they're... Yeah, 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 because they... Um, because the Kim is their last name, right? Yeah. Well, it's her surname. Yeah, their surname. I don't so know if it is. would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their yeah. last name, but a first name, because yeah, colloquial. Because it's like manga where you read it backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> is that why they do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they say it backwards too. <laughs> they're like they're like cool kids with their headphones. <laughs> God, that's, backwards. That's a reference out. that's not recorded. <laughs> I know. That's the way to get. That's the way to get people to follow your this show is, is make classic, jokes they don't know about. Classic starts of this show. Yeah, me me talking about. Speaking of okay. starting shows, <laughs> welcome to this issue of Mex Men. I'm Tony. I'm Devin, and that's it. And that's <laughs> and that is also classic mark of this show. Great segues. Yeah, very Just on topic. Great, se- better segues than the people who make segues. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I didn't know. Where I, I, I can't think of a Segway company. <laughs> the the irony of not having a good Segway after talking about <laughs> yeah. Segways. Um. So uh, today we're going over. Um. I I mean we're probably going to be talking about the uh, Miss Marvel show and like oh, we were supposed to watch that. Yeah, I know you did watch that. <laughs> uh, and Thor: Love and Thunder, and then we're. We plan on going through uh, issues one through five of uh, the origins of Kamala Khan. Yeah, which I mean we can do. I have yeah. I have the ability probably to be a little bit more loose because my my stuff's not downloading at all. Yeah, uh, but like we'll we'll go over it. We'll talk about it. Not like last time when we didn't talk about Doctor Strange. <laughs> we just talked about the movie the whole time. <sighs> Dude, speaking of talking about movies though, so Thor, Segway. Yeah. I know, like we're so fucking good at those. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand the hate. There are a lot of people I've been hearing just fucking shitting on this movie. Like, why? It doesn't make any sense. Like, people were talking about, like, oh, it's, it's just too full of jokes and they don't land. There were lots of laughs. I was yeah. laughing, and it from wasn't my as soul. jokey as um as Ragnarok. Like they took. They took gore seriously. There wasn't a single joke from gore. Yeah. Which there shouldn't have been. That would have been horrible. And, like, if people want to shit on um, the the relationship between Jane and uh, Thor about how, oh, that was too jokey and that should have been taken seriously. They were trying to, I think. Like, it was awkward. So what they were portraying yeah. was a very awkward... It just, it, like... Their relationship wasn't really jokey. It was uh, his axe. It was Stormbreaker. <laughs> yeah. That, like, was, like, the punchline to all of them. Like, any of their, like, jokey moments was because his axe was getting pissed off at him. Which was great. Yeah. That was one of the best things in the movie. Um, I 
The thing that just bothered me with the movie is that, like, there's so many things that they should have adapted from the comic that, like, there's no reason that it shouldn't have been in there. And, like, it's the whole point of gore, and they got rid of it, like, didn't do anything with it. Uh, Like, what are those? Uh, Like, my main point um, is that, like, obviously the whole thing with gore is that he hates gods. Right, he but he he's, he's their a butcher. butcher, yeah. yeah. Uh, which, well, the way you said it, it sounds like he prepares meat for them. <laughs> no, 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 uh, out of them, yeah. out of them. Yeah, <laughs> like there's probably another god butcher who just is like making food for like fucking Valhalla and shit. Uh, <laughs> they get confused all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's showing up to cater, and then like a royal guard shows up, like, "Yo, you're gonna fucking die today, son!" <laughs> and he's like, "I prosciutto, I, I, I cut down the meat." <laughs> <laughs> so they should have had the um the revelation that uh, uh through his like uh journey of killing gods that he uh he basically has become a god and is worshipped cuz like in the comic he he brings back his family at one point and his wife like worships him she's like you're the like you're the only god I'll follow and he freaks out and kills her by the way that's some uh that's some Clayton Bigsby integrity right there. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. He divorces his wife. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're referencing. And that is commitment to ideology. Yeah. Uh and then um they looked like they were going to do the God bomb and they didn't do the God bomb. Like that planet I thought was like, or whatever that moon thing that they were on. I thought that was going to be the God bomb. And that's what it like looked like in the trailers. And then it just wasn't instead. It was uh spoilers for Thor love and thunder, by the way, before we it's like, oh, going yeah, further. Yeah. spoilers. Um, but it, it ended up just, and it was cool seeing eternity, but it just being like an eternity wish instead of like the God bomb, like, the well, God Bomb's so much cooler. The God Bomb sounds like what that Zeus would call his but, finishing move <laughs> off the top rope. Also, it kind of ironic because uh, Gore does not think that the gods are the bomb. <laughs> no, he does <laughs> he not. He hates yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I did, I did really like the opening scene with Gore, uh, where like uh, his daughter died of dehydration, and then like the God of Light and the God of Darkness were. Uh, the exact models that they had in the comic. Uh, mm. Even though, like, later it was retconned to be Null, who was the god of darkness in that fight. And um, the god of light, it was retconned to be Captain Universe. I, wait, I'm not recalling this. Because you didn't finish Venom. No, I'm not recalling this in the movie. The god of light and god of darkness in the movie? Yeah. That was that god who was laughing at him. The first god he kills. Oh, that's the God of Light? Yeah, there's like a God of Light and a God of Darkness. And the God of Darkness, like, they fall to Earth uh, during, like, one of their fights. And um, the God of Darkness is just kind of, like, gone. Like, you don't, like, he doesn't get killed. He's just, like, knocked out or something. And um, the God of Light's, like, crawling out of the hole. And he's like, like, help me. You got to help me. And he's like, you want help from me? And, like, like, where were you when my family was dying? And then, like, killed the God. Like, okay, so I didn't know that, so I just assumed this was just a god, and because he references the that guy who's all dark and fucked up, 
as just the previous wielder of the necrosword. Wait, yeah. that was a necrosword, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they even said it was the necrosword, which I'm wondering are they gonna uh, are they gonna change like are they gonna make it so like that is uh, ties in with the symbiotes at some point? Because like it's wait, isn't that what's his face's sword? Yeah, it's null sword, and that's technically null that was like on the ground like that's how he was drawn because jason aaron created that scene oh and then no, 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 donny kate's retcon it into being I'm, I'm uh i'm conflating it with the ebony blade yeah that's uh that's um a different sword that's, that's uh similar. it's i keep on wanting to call him mr knight and that's the moon knight yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh <laughs> fucking um uh, Black Knight, sort sorty McCuddy guy, yeah, Black John Knight. Snow, yeah. I don't want it. That's all I know about <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> you he, seem he very upset about that. It's a great show. I just, I just it falls don't apart care. at the end. It falls apart at the end. Yeah. It, is, it is fantastic. It's a fantastic ride with like a eh, ending. You're like, okay, I guess I can see it, but yeah, whatever. It's like um, when you're jerking off, and it's like. You you wait too long, and then you're like, oh, I'm just gonna finish it, and then it's like, <laughs> like you know, it's just like kind of like, uh, it just that's where it yeah. ended. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, that's not the direction I wanted to yeah. take that. Or but. like if you like you jam your dick during sex, and you're just kind of like stumbling across the finish line to get it over with. So you're like, oh, it was cool, and then like I just it had to be done. Nah, see, no, nah, I've never had that issue. I have impeccable aim. And proficient thrusts. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so, the God of Light's a, an asshole. Yeah, well, and, and I don't, like, I don't think in the movie was... he was a God of Light. Okay. But I mean, that's the point of, of Gore, though, is that all gods are assholes. Yeah, but that one was really an and asshole. What, like... It's stupid that all the god butchering was off screen. Yeah, that that's one critique I feel like is super legitimate, but you you know why. Money. Copious amounts of money. They they wanted it to be as family friendly as possible for shit tons of money. I feel like they still could have technically had a PG rating or, or PG-13 rating um if they showed some of the butchering. Well, Doctor Strange had a PG-13 rating, so that shows like how much you can really get away with and keep uh, PG-13. Yeah, that was rough. They reanimated a corpse. They blew a guy's like brain up. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Also, spoilers for Doctor Strange. <laughs> you haven't seen that. I didn't say whose brain they blew up. It was Black Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> the implosion was yeah. nice. Uh, it was like a, like a, like a cake when it, it implodes when you baked it wrong. Uh, like a souffle. I guess. When you take it out of the oven too fast and it just falls in the Yeah. Song. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we cook souffles all the time. Uh, no, we just watched that episode of Dr. Strange. I think yeah. That, that's about it. The, the movie? Was it the movie? Or are you talking about Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> Doctor Who. We just watched that episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. 
we were talking God, we're about all this. over the fucking place. Uh, but because we cover so much ground, one of my biggest complaints with it is all. I feel like all the coolest things in the movie were off screen. There was like gore, like butchering gods. I wanted to see there Jane Foster. Nor, <laughs> there was no gore. Nor. Nor, nor gore. There was, there oh, was, gorge? There was, <laughs> there was no gore, nor any butchering. No. There was one guy stabbed in the neck. That was a pretty uh, crazy stab, though. And that was a nice neck stab. Did you did you watch the um, the Ryan George video I sent you? Yes. So, like, and one of the things he pointed out, too, is, like, we saw... Uh, we didn't see Jane Foster transform for the first time. Like, that would have been awesome. I think that's a moment where they're like, okay, we're going to, um, we're either going to have the cool reveal in front of Thor or gore. <laughs> gore. <Yeah>. Nor. <laughs> this is getting so dumb. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's like you either see her, um, transform for the first time or you get uh thor being surprised at her being thor also or like lady thor whatever so mighty thor i'm just saying that's her name in the comics mighty thor it's mighty lame with she's, she's angel jokes. woman man did you say angel woman she's angel woman <laughs> angel woman tell me she's not angel woman uh, Look at her design and tell me that wasn't based off Angel Woman. <laughs> no, no. I actually really liked her. Um, just, I get that they were like, oh, what of these two things do we want to, want to yeah. be the reveal? Either way, it's dumb because it's in the trailer so yeah. everyone knows. And then, like, I didn't even think about it at the time, but him, like, Ryan George having pointed out that, like, Gore thinks that all the gods are selfish and only care about themselves. So his plan is to kidnap a bunch of kids so that the gods will come help him. <gasps> <laughs> it's like, it doesn't really yeah. make any sense. Yeah. And then getting Hercules was really cool. Like getting that at the end. I just really think that we also should have got Ares because like Hercules is the Greek version of Thor basically. Mm -hmm. But Ares is like the evil version of Thor. Well, yeah, the Roman. Right or no no that's still Greek yeah they're still Greek yeah, but still he's Greek. like the more he's yeah, the darker version he's he's the god of war yeah it could have been Thor Gore the it god of war, war. <laughs> <laughs> you really shouldn't have your antagonist and hero's name rhyme <laughs> no that's Jason Aaron's fault <clears throat> that's so dumb wait did he create Gore yeah nice Gore's a really cool concept yeah it, it and it was like. It took three uh, Thors to even, like, put a dent in them. In a, like, <laughs> it takes three Thors to even scratch to, one yeah. Thor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so... That's, that's what they did, dude. Just... They did that. You know, if you do that rhyming stuff again, <laughs> there's the door. <laughs> So if I talk about Gore or Thor, Hit the I'm door. out the door. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll steer clear of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like I I think it was a great movie. You were you you could have just said like I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted opportunities. Yeah. Um, 
my fault for trying to get back into the episode. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, because even, so the Ryan George stuff, because that dude's hilarious. Yeah. But he may, he takes some good points and then he makes a bunch of exaggerations for humor's sake. Yeah. And you can tell he, a, a lot of the videos is like he does uh, is of stuff he likes. So yeah. he's just like making like joking critiques. He's not like shitting all over stuff just to like shit on it. So he's great. What's annoying are people who then like turn to someone who makes a form of satire. That's what that is. And then like take it as gospel and then they're annoying. You talking about me? <laughs> That's that's not what I was doing. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> Seemed like that was a little bit aimed at me. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about because uh, he, he did one for Lightyear, and Aaron and I went and saw Lightyear, and it's a fantastic movie. We love that movie. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say it's amazing, and I don't know, but uh, it's another movie that has so much like weird animosity and hate. And most of these people admit they haven't even gone and seen it. Yeah, it's because Tim Allen. It's like 100 percent just. Oh, it wasn't because Tim Allen? Not- Okay, okay. Who cares? Although I do have a question about Lightyear, because like I've heard people say that it's, it, I, I I mean I know it's not the toy, uh, and I've heard no, people it's say it's supposed to be the um, what Andy went to go see and got super into Buzz Lightyear. Right. This is supposed to be that movie. That's so it's the movie that's what I movie. thought, but I've yeah. also heard somebody say that it was the real guy. And I was like, so like in Toy Story, there's already been like intergalactic space travel. Like, that doesn't make any sense. They don't get that to Wally. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not intergalactic space travel uh, it, to be real. They could go to Pizza Planet. <laughs> the planet of pizza. Oh, is that weird that I'm just getting that? Is that Buzz Lightyear is a toy spaceman and the first place he goes is Pizza Planet? Is that like an intentional thing or am I just like... That might own? be an intentional thing. But, yeah, I never even thought of that. Um... But Pizza Planet is in a bunch of shit, right? Uh, like isn't yeah, because they got their uh, the yeah, it's uh, the truck, the Pizza Planet truck is like yeah. in a bunch of other stuff with the yo on the back because it's the Toyota, but all the all the like letters are scratched off, so it just says yo. Oh, yo, like the Ming. Yeah, <laughs> yo Ming. Did I did I show yeah. you that? Uh, I think I might have showed you that video, but. It's uh was it's going over like um, weird laws in like countries and stuff, and in China it's illegal to reincarnate without permission of the government. And, I uh, have, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> he's like he's got the cat. Liked... He's like meow. Wait, that's Emperor <laughs> Mao. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would like to see the 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 uh, the bureaucrat- bureaucratic employees or whatever that have to like. Stop that from happening. Approved. <laughs> you can reincarnate. Oh, so dumb. Um, yeah, I, I. But there are people who just go hardcore on something after not seeing it. They just hear what someone else says about a thing, and then they just take it on at like at face value of like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. It's like what? So I, I don't know. I get seeing the movie and then going, not for me. Yeah. But people who just go hardcore, that was trash. Like, to this day, I don't understand why people dislike the third Iron Man so much. That movie's fantastic to me. Yeah, it's... 
I think Robert the things Downey that Jr. we we really liked about it are the things that people hated about it. Yeah, but he's bullying a child. Yeah, it's uh, hilarious. But I mean, I think we like we thought it was really cool seeing Tony Stark be a badass without his armor. Yeah, and then there's other people that were like, uh, Iron Man not in the armor. I don't care for it. And then like them changing the Mandarin, like we didn't really give a shit. But a lot of people were like, oh, that's it's the stupidest thing. We're like, it Trevor was, a, was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it He's was a, a hilarious reveal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they made him matter, sort of, later. Yeah, eventually. Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Sean-Chi. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I Not much more I, I have to say about Thor other than... I think it was a great yeah. movie. Stormbreaker was they, hilarious. They I have could, to reiterate yeah. that. That was... Probably the best part of the movie. Like, personifying <laughs> the weapons and <laughs> making it this whole, yeah. like, uh, like like he's cheating on the weapon or whatever. Yeah. And then them having a scene that was basically an Old Spice commercial and then them and actually then doing, doing an Old Spice commercial. <laughs> during the movie, Devin had turned to me when Thor uh, stopped both of the vehicles doing the splits. And uh, he's, he's like, oh, it's an Old Spice commercial. <laughs> they freaked out when they actually did the Old Spice commercial. Oh, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Well, it's Taika Waititi. He's he, like, is, he is great. He's he's fantastic, man. And uh, I haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows yet, but I saw that it's back out. Is it? Yeah. I didn't uh, know the new season was back out. Yeah. Hulu is like What We Do in the Shadows every Tuesday or some shit like that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, That's that like the greatest, sh- one of the greatest shows ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Kamala Khan. She can't do anything. She can't do anything right. More like Kamala can't. Stupid. <laughs> uh, I, and I 100% disagree that she can't do anything right. Um, they fucked up her powers, but no, no, I, well, I, I meant in this first arc. Oh, in the so, arc, like, uh, the first arc, she's kind of doing everything wrong. Yeah, and stumbles into powers, and then you know, whatever. Yeah, well, everybody who's an inhuman or a mutant kind of just stumbled. Well, you know, every almost everybody in general because hey, the whole want to just jump stumbled right into that. his powers. You want to just jump right into that because it's a weird. I feel weird right now. I feel weird when it comes to this character and where she is in the Marvel comics universe and now where she is in the Marvel cinematic universe, because, okay, she's one of the only good things that comes out of their whole inhuman era. Yeah. Right? When they were like, uh, the inhumans are the X-Men now. Yeah. And if you remember, there was an era and I, and I've seen some people online try to fucking argue this and they're retarded. There is an era of time where X books, were kind of trash yeah. because Fox owned the X-Men and the prominence within the Marvel universe, like the X-Men became after uh, AVX relegated more and more to the sidelines. Yeah. Like Bendis. And after Bendis cool was done stuff. with them, they were like, we're not putting that much towards the X-Men anymore. Like we gave them Bendis and then that's it. Yeah. We get X-Men uh, gold, blue. Uh, it, pro- it didn't start picking up really until red. Yeah, and then they have black. Now they have green. 
And they have red again. Yeah. I I don't get the the color coding. I don't understand either. I mean, other than that, because they can, so they will. But uh, it feels lazy. Yeah. Um, it's well, we're also talking about whenever they do like an event or like we'll do comics, they just put X in front of something, and it's that's the book. You yeah. do like X Factor, Exterminators, like. But anyway, Extreme X Men. They were stories that were just sort of meandering. You know, they weren't really breaking any new ground. They were retelling stories they already yeah. told before. They were trying to put them on the moon where the Inhumans were. Yeah. Um, now they, like, kind of did that. But they, like, did it. But then they're like, well, we're not going to, like, go to the moon and show you, like, Cyclops' house anymore. Unless I'm not reading that stuff because I've, I've dropped off on a lot of X-Men books. So Fair enough. Uh, but no, you don't really see them on the moon anymore, um, because they're in New York, because they're they're part of the X Men, like the 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 actual group yeah. now. Um, but but anyway, we had X books; they were bad. Nothing was going on, and especially they didn't matter in relation to the rest of the Marvel universe. And it just so happened this is during a period of time where. All this hype for the MCU is high, and they can't do anything with the X-Men because Fox has it, the X-Men, and Fox is still putting out movies. Because at the time, they had a license to the movies where as long as they were making them, they could keep the license. Like, it just it kept renewing. Yeah. And that's the, the only reason that they even made some of these movies. Like, and ironically, one of the best yeah. movies they Absolutely made. Absolutely the only reason why Fantastic uh, for or. That, uh, yeah, yeah. Fanforstic. Yeah, Fanforstic. My mind was blanking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the only reason Fanforstic came out was because they needed that, like, they were almost at the end of their rights. And and same with X Men First Class. Yeah. X Men First Class, they rushed that movie through um, so that. And that movie was, like, a terrible X Men movie, but a great, like, Magneto James Bond movie. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a great movie, just not a good X Men movie. Yeah. Like, by any means. Uh, and. They seemed like they didn't even know what, because we were following like the casting stuff going on before that, and they had like casted like, uh, or they were like had put out that like they casted Cyclops and stuff, and or they were like looking to uh-huh. cast Cyclops and uh, other characters, and then they're like, no, we're gonna not, we're gonna try to keep it in continuity, but like not and then, really, and then not at all. Beast yeah. was the only OG character. Yeah, well, and, and then look at them picking the worst one. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. Anyway. Well, and Mystique and... Yeah, but she wasn't an original X-Man. Yeah. She, oh, out of the yeah. original five. Yeah, yeah, out of the original well, five. Well, and uh, sort of Angel. Yeah, the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, and the they, wrong Angel. And they show the right one, but kill him off immediately. And also, he loses any ability of being a cool horseman. Yeah, and also make it exclusively contradictory to how they were trying to keep it in continuity. Uh, but they have, like, somebody who's... And not just being a different actor, but just the story in general. That's not the angel that we already saw. It's not the angel you're looking for. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they were all over the place. They were bad. They were just it was they were churning out shit to make money. Yeah, they they only really hit on uh, Days of Future Past and like Logan. Yeah, uh, and then X two. I think I'm always gonna like. Well, I mean, of X2, but... I was counting like since they started just turning them out, yeah. which I think was after X2 was when they just started like, oh, just push out X-Men 3. Uh, fuck, do first class. Like, uh, so yeah, so do anyway, Apocalypse. So this is all before the the buyout 
from Disney, and it didn't look like Fox was ever going to stop making X stuff, the source material is always the comics. So, it and as someone who ex- almost exclusively collects X-Men comics, I noticed the drop of quality immediately because, like, I'm regretting every book I'm buying yeah. and reading, like, this is going nowhere. And every once in a while, there would be, like, a cool concept, and then they would do nothing with it. And the writer who probably gets the most shit during that time was the best writer during oh, that yeah. time. Oh, yeah, I don't understand why uh, Rose, his astonishing, Yeah, his astonishing X-Men kicked ass, and then uh, after he brought Cyclops, like, and was the only writer on X-Men, that kicked ass. Dude, there was someone... Because uh, I had made a post recently that went, I guess, semi-viral for like as as for viral us. for for me, it's huge. It went infectious. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this if this was a virus, it, it's Ebola. Yeah. Where it's not really getting anywhere, but like, goddamn it, it makes some people excited. Yeah. It's it's the <laughs> like the monkeypox. Yeah. <laughs> What I'm saying is I didn't produce a COVID. Yeah. Uh, th- that gets around. But anyway, um, th- there was someone who had commented on there that the worst era of X-Men were Bendis to Rosenberg. And I'm like, you literally named the two best writers yeah. of a, a time period where they had nothing to do with the garbage <laughs> in between. I Yeah, I would agree that after Bendis and before Rosenberg yes. was the worst. Yeah, but like including <laughs> the two of them? No. You had, there were so many great, like, I came, like, as much as I dislike that they tried to, tr- yeah, oh, so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody put it in park. <laughs> now he's making I references. <laughs> yeah, nobody will. That was just for you. <laughs> but uh, I was so disappointed when I realized that they were spinning Cyclops into being the bad guy. But then saw, especially reading, the doors that that opened up for him as a character to like be perceived as one thing while he's actually doing the other thing. Yeah, like Bendis being smart enough to like uh, to not actually just make that whole team like straight up villains. Yeah. To like put like no, they're they're freedom fighters. Yeah. They're not going around killing people. No. They're they're just helping mutants. Until until Magneto does and He's not on the team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> because he's a fucking villain. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, even... fucking Toad's sweeping and cleaning their bathrooms and shit. And like what's what's funny too is that like Fred Dukes is fucking Psylocke and Like you can you you know when Magneto's killing a bunch of people because his wardrobe just lets you know. Yeah. He cha- <laughs> he does he changes his colors. If Magneto's wearing all black, run. Yeah. Fucking run. If he's wearing white, he's chill. Yeah. If he's wearing purple and red, then he's, yeah, he's not as fucked up as all black, but he's going to be killing people. So, uh, yeah, I. In writing messages in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, uh, during this time period. Uh, where they're making X book shit, they're they're making the Inhumans kind of replace them in prominency because the Inhumans were an IP that no one really knew about. So I I think they did kind of the reverse of what they did with uh, Guardians. Guardians I had zero yeah. expectation for because I didn't know shit about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy books didn't sell well in comparison to all the other shit 
that they have, but it yeah. was IP that they could go to to make a movie out of. Well, because that version of the Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't around until uh, 2009. Yeah. Like, that's when... Uh, it, it, which, even in Marvel continuity, they're technically the only Guardians of the Galaxy that have existed because the other one's in a future timeline. Oh, that's a good point. Um, And it's so weird, too, when you think back to 2009, everything that was going on, and that in the comics universe itself is, like, two years ago. Yeah. Like, it's all so goddamn, like, uh, condensed. But And it also depends on the comic, because I, like... I, I've like I just recently read a Captain Marvel series from the early two thousands that was like Genesvel. Uh-huh. And um that like after like twelve issues, they're like, Yeah, a year ago and like reference the first issue. So I was like, So this is in real time. <laughs> like they referenced like a year ago. Like uh-huh. that's weird. and by the way, that book, it's so weird because it's like they do like um thirty five issues. And then they relaunch it with a number one, but it's the same writer. And uh, so it's really like thirty six. Yeah, because they they also put it will be like issue one, and then lighter it will say thirty six next to it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's the same writer, but it takes such a hard fucking turn because it's like a really fun and funny book for the first thirty five issues, and then issue thirty six, he goes insane and uh like becomes a god and of like unrelated like doesn't relate to humans anymore and like manipulates everybody behind the scenes and like it gets really fucking dark. Wow. And it's like holy shit, this was the same guy writing it through the whole thing. Huh. That's interesting. I might check that out then. Yeah, could, he, that was the the panels I was sending you to where it was Rick Jones torturing somebody by making him li- listen to Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Like that's how it started out and then uh it gets to that point where it's just so fucking dark. And then like when it ends, I guess they, it got canceled like before they were ready to cancel it. Mm -hmm. And, um, how they end the book is just in the last issue after like the, the final arc happens. Um, they have like, they expanded a lot with like gods where they had like eternity and, uh, eternity gets killed by his son entropy, but entropy becomes the new eternity. And then they like they go over like the siblings, and one of them is um, Eulogy, uh, comes in like the last issue, and he's like cleaning up, uh-huh. and like he's just in Rick Jones' apartment, like he, while he's like banging his girlfriend, and he's like, "Uh, what are you doing here? Like, who the hell are you?" Because he's like, he uh, had been uh, there's like this dude who's working at it, like because his girlfriend owns a comic or his wife owns a comic shop, okay, and the dude who like worked there is like cleaning up their apartment and shit. Uh-huh. And they're like, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm uh, clearing everything out, getting ready for, uh, like, uh, the new stuff. And they're like, um, oh, shit, like, are we canceled? And, like, <laughs> like, and they're like, what the fuck's going on? And like, like, so it gets real fourth wall breaking. Yeah, like, they say, uh, because Captain Marvel has cosmic awareness, uh-huh. but because of everything that Rick Jones has gone through, he has comic awareness. That's funny. Uh, so he's, he, like... Basically, he's like kind of like Deadpoolish at the end. Yeah. Uh, like in the last issue where he's like, "Oh, like your eulogy because this is like the end of our book," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm like I'm cleaning up all this like set decoration so we can reuse it in other books." That's so. Funny. Yeah, and like all the like conclusions they needed, they're like, "Oh, what about us being like bonded?" And he's like, "That's done. Like you guys are not bonded anymore." <laughs> like just like ends <laughs> a bunch of shit because <laughs> he's like, like so it just turns into um. God, what's, what's that movie with Jim Carrey? Uh, 
Oh, um, fuck. I know what you're talking about. The uh, where, Truman where, Show. Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. So it gets real Truman Show at the end. Yeah, where it's like, oh, like you're gonna, you guys are gonna be spun off into separate books and uh, mm. like, and like this whole relationship with you and Captain Marvel, like that's over. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> and then good luck remembering it yeah. too, because like it depends on the the next writer and whether or not you'll even. Remember that you had this friendship. Yeah, and like that issue came out in 2004. That's uh-huh. when the series ended. And now, like within the next few weeks, they're coming out with Peter David's Genesville Captain Marvel. Like they're doing like a five issue run on it. Wow. So I'm like really excited to see what that's going to be because uh, that series was so good. But you keep on trying to make a point about Miss Marvel, and we keep on going off into tangents. So yeah, uh, get back to that. So all right. So anyway, um. Because my point, we, we spun off in this because I was talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy came out of nowhere for a lot of people, including me. I remember thinking a talking raccoon sounds ridiculous. And yeah, it sounded was, so stupid. Yeah, and it's fantastic, and it, and it killed. And I think what Marvel was trying to do was they were trying to inform their audience of what Inhumans were, build their prominence, because they knew Inhumans are coming to the MCU. And especially, like, they were they were tra- taking the tactic of, like, all right, that's our TV front. We're yeah. going to have an Inhuman show. Inhumans are going to be popping up all over Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which we've already established, is, like, the through line of these movies and is the continuation for adventures from, like, side characters and stuff, like the people who don't charge us millions of dollars yeah. to use them. Uh, outside of... Uh, Coulson probably and uh, do you know Samuel who, Jackson? I think it's Ike Perlmutter. Do you know who that is? No. He was in charge of Marvel movies and like well Marvel media just in general and like in charge of Marvel comics. And uh, like Kevin Feige reported to him. Okay. And uh, dude, he was the guy who was like, "Fuck the X Men. They're making stuff off of like what we're coming out with. Yeah. We're pushing Inhumans. Inhumans are the new X Men." Yeah. And uh, Kevin Feige hated him because, like, he was trying to push out in humans, and Kevin Feige wanted to do Black Panther and Captain Marvel. And Uh he was like, oh, nobody's going to want a movie with a woman or, like, a black character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So he was the douchebag. Yeah. And Kevin Feige went up. He's like, either uh, you guys get rid of him or I quit. So that's when they were like, all right, he's not in charge of the comics or the movies anymore. Uh, But he still was doing Marvel TV. Right. And then that's when Kevin Feige was like, all right, he's gone. No more Inhumans. We're not doing Inhumans. And but he was doing Marvel TV, so he was like, "I fuck, it, I'm doing the Inhumans." So he threw him in Agents of Shield and like started making the show. Oh, okay, because their their prominence in the comics too, like I was saying, they became yeah. Like he's the one who all, did all that. Yeah, so they're all over the place, and it literally the Inhumans are killing the X Men. The Terrigen Mist that creates yeah. Inhumans. The, yeah, the fact mutants. that they're around kills. Yeah. It's literally what they're doing behind the scenes was trying to kill the X-Men with the Inhumans. Which is part of why, uh, man, like seriously, like it's, I, who wrote, was it, who wrote the, uh, the book with Cyclops where they showed how he actually died? Inhumans vs. X-Men? Yeah. Or Death of X? Death of X. Who wrote Death of X? Because Death of X, um, I feel like, was so good. Death of X was like this this brief moment of like was it going Charles back and, re- and retconning um, 
Cause I know I, I know Charles Soule was writing in humans at the time. Um, but I don't know uh if I can get like something on here. I can't remember who wrote Death of X. I don't know if it was Charles Soule or if it was somebody else. Because during this time, mm-hmm. so uh I I'm forgetting we're, we're the extraordinary X Men was garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you couldn't even get past the first issue of that. I, to this day, to this day, like, and I got most of the run because of uh, like a those the, the comic box city sale, thing. Like, that yeah, they th- yeah, where they were selling a a fuck ton for like next to nothing, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll try to read this. Mm-hmm. Never read it. I I because I can't get past one. I even I guess and and I kicked myself for that for doing this. I bought. The first issue, and I bought that cool uh, where they were doing the blank covers, yeah, where you could draw your own cover. Oh, I literally drew a turd with <laughs> flies coming off of it. So, so I perfect. still have my first uh, issue of Extraordinary X Men. Isn't that series written by a really good writer too? Uh, Lemire. Yeah, Jeff Lemire. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how much that like that sucked if it yeah, was done by Lemire. He he just undid the personalities of all these characters. Yeah. And then you just kept getting all these shadowy, like, oh, Scott, why did you do it? Mm. Do what? Yeah, he did nothing. He Yeah, and it turned out, especially like when later when they do Death of X, he did nothing. He he saved lives. Yeah. He got rid of a Terrigen cloud that was killing mutants because no yeah. one wanted to admit it was killing mutants. Also, what's like not being looked at about that part is not only was it killing uh, mutants, it was basically taking humans' lives away from them by ter- like forcing them to become inhumans. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point too, uh, because you could not know that you had the inhuman gene that would turn you into something, and then just get touched by this mist. You're in a cocoon now, and then you're out with powers, and you don't necessarily like. What happens to Kamala is interesting because so much of it is what she wants in a weird way. Yeah, but. There well, are, and it also, there like, are it shows her the things that she thought she wanted yeah. wouldn't make her happy. Yeah. Uh, whereas the other, uh, there are other stories of people who they become inhuman, that, that, that whatever that thing is gets activated in them. They emerge from the chrysalis and they are, they hate themselves. They're horrified with their lives, their transformation. Yeah. They have a whole, uh, in the Inhumans, they have the whole a whole mine where they basically send all the bad, like uh, terrorists. Yeah, all like the bad transformations. They just send them into the mines to like basically be slaves. So fucked up. Um, but yeah. So in the comics, they did this whole thing to do this whole Inhumans push. Now, and and Kamala is one of the only good things that come out of it. Now I. What I care about more than most things when it comes to, like, comic adaptations is, like, how well do they tie to the source material? Like, is this a good representation of the thing people love? Yeah. And then we get this Miss Marvel show, which is this kind of weird combination of so many things are spot on. Yeah. And then one very, very, very huge thing. Two huge things. Well, what? True, because of the end, and that's that's why I was like, do, do you want to just jump right into it? Yeah. Uh, 
are way off that I feel like, well, this fundamentally kind of fucks up the character a bit. So her powers are trash, and she's a mutant. Yeah, which I was also, like, wondering with that, because it did make it sound like, oh, she's a mutant. Which, like, I always thought, like, if that's if she wasn't created right when she came out, she would have been a mutant and not an inhuman. Uh, Fair enough, but I'm, I'm like... Yeah. But I'm. I also was kind of wondering, like, like she has to, has to be a mutant because I don't think they'd use that word. But it also like leaves it open to where like, uh, the human gene is a mutation, but like, m- like ninety percent it's going towards she's a mutant. They they pick their words in these moments very carefully, yeah. and the, you have this exact same moment in the comic. And they say there's something inhuman about yeah. this, or or she she says something along those lines of like, there's something inhuman about this, right? Reference to your inhuman. Yeah, we know where the MCU is going, in the direction yeah. of mutants running as far away from inhumans as yeah, possible. Yeah, the, they literally just collapsed his head, the king's head. Yeah, it's literally the opposite of what they were doing in the comics, where yes. they're using the X Men to kill the so, idea of the inhuman. So this is why I'm conflicted. I see it in a sense as a a like as a writing of a terrible wrong. Yeah. That the mutants we got your best one. She's ours now. <laughs> you you She's bastards. one of the good ones. <laughs> you you bastards uh like ruined us for so long and now we're 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 taking the thing. We're taking that we're, it back. We're taking. We're t- yeah. We're taking it back, and then also like the good aspects that you even had. Um, but then that it conflicts with the. I really like, like Emma Stickler for the source material stuff. Yeah. Like, it as cool as it was, I dislike that Toby Maguire didn't have web cartridges. Yeah. Like it just bothered me, and it especially because they tried to change it for a while in the comics. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, did did I uh, did I send you that meme that was uh from uh and or Infinity War when uh it was like the Footloose scene where they're like, oh, is Footloose still the greatest movie of all time? <laughs> it was, was. uh <laughs> yeah. Star Lord going like, is Black Bolt still like a really amazing character? And they're like, he never was. Yeah, he never was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a really good point. He he never was. He's had cool moments. Yeah. Like, there have been, like, who wrote that Inhumans book where uh, he goes and he's reading off the list of names and shit? This is Donny Cates. Yeah, Donny Cates. Because <laughs> Donny yeah, Cates so did all the cool stuff with the Inhumans. Don, Donny Cates is a great writer. Uh, and, yeah, so that's a great moment for the Inhumans. I don't know that the Inhumans really have had all too many great moments in general. Alex pointed out to me the other day. That um, every cool thing that like every time like Black Bolt's like in a crossover event or anything like that, oh. where you like if you don't read in humans when you're seeing Black Bolt, it's always like oh Black Bolt's so powerful, he's like the strongest in human, and then he instantly gets his ass beat. Uh-huh. Like World War Hulk, first thing yeah. he does is just take out Black Bolt. Yeah, like so many instances where they're like oh just take Black Bolt he's out the, right away. He's the biggest paper tiger. Yeah. Uh. And this hurts me to say next to Cyclops, because they do the same thing with Cyclops. His optic blast is supposed to be so powerful that it does so much, and then as soon as it's convenient, 
to show how powerful the person they really care about is, they nerf his powers down to show that he that 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 the character they care about is so powerful that they can go right through this other thing that's yeah. supposed to be that was literally the most powerful. Uh, what made us not like um, Secret Wars? Yeah. Exactly, because they're they're like, hey, remember how powerful uh, Phoenix Cyclops was, and it took all those people to stop him, and even then he had to stop himself. And it took also like the mutant prophet that he was always right about to to do it. Yeah. Uh, so Doom kills him. Yeah. Like we give you him back, and then Doom breaks his neck. By the way, we showed you that Wolverine couldn't even kill him stabbing him in the face. Yeah, but Doom. But Doom broke his neck. <laughs> yeah. That really like turned me off of anything Jonathan Hickman for a long time, especially yeah. like me not liking his X-Men stuff too. And then like uh I had gone back and read um speaking of like in Humans and Black Bolt, uh-huh. uh the Infinity uh storyline he did and that sucked. And uh, I was like, all right, so the uh, three for three, he's he's been sucking so far on what I read. And then surprisingly, I read his Fantastic Four, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, who would have thought you combined Hickman with Fantastic Four? Like, two things I thought I didn't like, and <laughs> they, it was really good. And I think that's why Secret War was Secret War, and it was basically just a Fantastic Four story with the rest of the Marvel cast yeah. included. Well, in... There's always an issue whenever they do big events that are only around to serve, like, one purpose or, like, one or two purposes. And the only point of Secret Wars was we want Miles here and we want the Fantastic Four gone. Well, we want the Ultimate Universe gone. That, too. But, like, that was a part of, like, because they had the the two things they had to do was we need Miles in main continuity and uh, we're not making – because – the same thing with the X-Men. They're like, we're not making Fantastic Four books anymore, so they need to be gone. By the way, uh, I forgot to mention the snooze fest that was all new X-Men. That was trash. Yeah, the um, <laughs> Do you like the one we after going, when we were uh, going through like the, yeah, when we were going through what was trash. Yeah, because that yeah. was the one that was running concurrently with uh, Lemire's Extraordinary. Yeah, and that was the best of the three X-Men books at the time. Yeah, it was, it was. and they and they were just torturing Kid Clops. Yeah. <laughs> it was just people shitting all over him for no reason. Yeah. It's just people like, oh, you're you're the devil. And that also getting – it was their way of getting Cyclops to say that he was evil. Yeah. And he got hit by a car, and then he got uh, kidnapped and almost sacrificed by Toad, who was mad he wasn't a janitor anymore. Yeah. Like, it was so dumb. And as, like – as not great as Champions was, it was the only thing that made like Kid Cyclops into like a real character. Yeah. Like besides um Bendis, yeah, when true. he was writing him, but like doing the like, uh, like actually giving him a character of like people say like oh I do all these things and like, like I want to be here just because I want to like I want to not be what I've always been and just like responsible and in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. I just want to be on a team where I can just like hang out. Yeah. To not have to be the leader. Yeah. And, I, and, like, the best thing that's come out of that is they haven't forgotten how close, like, Cyclops and Kamala are since then. Like, even though it's an older version of him now and he just has his memories, every yeah, time he sees Kamala, a, he's that like... That was a really cool thing that happened with uh, Rosenberg and, um, and uh, that 
that one event that they did the uh um i know what you're talking about it was venom was it the venom one no i'm trying to remember it, or no, right, not, so, it was all war of the realms yeah war of the realms um because i was like no there were frost giants i was trying to remember what the the name of it was um but he goes to to help kamala in champions as an adult even though he's leading the x-men and think that all the x-men are dead also to him what just happened was he was friends with kamala and they were on a team together and yeah and all that stuff it, that mixed with um when they did the was it the third or second volume of champions or at least that version of champions uh that when uh they had the whole cradle thing going on mm-hmm. and they had cornered them like cyclops popped out of krakoa to yeah. be like stop fucking with my friends yeah like they're with me and if like you fuck with them you're starting a war with another country and that that's especially cool because cyclops did not have the authority to no do that. he did not at all. <laughs> they would not have been happy was, if they knew there's, he was there's there. a whole government on krakoa that like <laughs> cyclops has no prominence in yeah and like especially at a time where like cyclops is was relegated to being far in the back of everything going on. You know on. what's interesting is that he's become kind of the rebel character. I don't know. You haven't really been reading any of the current stuff. I've been reading the current X-Men. Oh, okay. So then you would know that he is the one who decides there need to be X-Men because the X-Men stood for something despite yeah. the government of Krakoa, the Quiet Council, not wanting it. Um, and then he decides to form it himself. They put it to a psychic vote during the gala for everyone else. Um, and later what happens when they, um, cause you, you got to the part with Dr. Stasis. That, uh, that's, uh, yeah, it, it, that is that the, the, oh, I'm trying to remember who Dr. Stasis is. Uh, he's not the mushroom guy. That's the no, no, kid no. Cord- or something. Cordyceps. Cordyceps. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, doc, doc. All right. So you remember where Cyclops gets killed? And yeah. then he has to when he gets resurrected. Yeah, and he's got that whole thing to with be uh, Captain Krakoa. Brent, uh, ben Ulrich. Um Yeah. So it turns out that uh Doctor Stasis is the one that killed him. But he's he's sinister. So uh except he has a club on his head instead of a diamond. And yeah. he claims to be the original sinister and that the other sinisters are all all the actual clones. Um, but he, it was a trap to ruin the image of Krakoa where they were going to leak that mutants could resurrect that Cyclops was still alive. And then Krakoa was going to deny it. And then they were going to prove it. So they would have caught the government of Krakoa in a lie. Yeah. So Cyclops is like, okay, not only are we not going to fall into that trap, I'm just going to let Ben interview me and I'll tell him everything. And then we own it, and so now they yeah, all. Because I think Ben Ben already truth. found out on his own too. Yeah. So like that that and that's always been the cool thing with Ben Ulrich is like he found out, uh, like in the eighties, uh, he found out Daredevil's secret identity, uh-huh. and basically like went up to him and was like, "This is the biggest story of my career. This uh would completely have me set for life. Just sucks that I can't tell it." Hmm. He did not have that same grace <laughs> when it yeah. came to the X Men. He was because he was going to write the story. Um, and he he had that like where he's like I like fighting with himself like I have to put that out, but like yeah, 
because uh, it was too big. Yeah, the resurrection of life. Well, in it, that. it like because Ben Ulrich's um, his thought process is always like people deserve to know. Like my job isn't to decide what to report; it's just to report what's going on. Yeah. And uh, that was the one case where... He has more journalistic ethics than real journalists. Yeah, so does Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's crazy crazy. how much Jonah is, like, ethical. Yeah. Uh, But he... um, What he came to as the conclusion, he's like, if I report that Matt Murdock is Daredevil, all that's going to do is uh, cause people to die. Mm. Like, that's not going to help anybody out. It's just going to lead to a bunch of people dying. Yeah, I, I remember them having, like having him be conflicted a little bit too, but deciding that it was too big of a thing to not, cause it's resurrection from death. Um, but then, uh, sink erased his memory. And then, so Cyclops and sink afterwards go and talk to him and then tell him everything that happened. And then even tell him like sink can give you back your memories if you want them. And he's like, I don't, I don't need him. I have the story right here now. Yeah. Uh, and it's that he didn't want to lose his the, perspective that he currently has. Exactly. And he's, and which was in large part, the integrity that the X-Men actually have. Yeah. Cause they could have never given me this back. Yeah. Well, and, and I, re- if I'm remembering correctly, even when he had his memories the first time he like, he went and talked to Cyclops and was like, yeah, I have to report the story. So like, get your shit in line. Yeah. Like, but the, the story's coming out like, which is because it was an issue that was too big. It's resurrection. Yeah. And that's like, that's still extremely ballsy. Yeah. But also like just respect for the like journalistic ethics. Like that combined with the respect for the figure that is a superhero. Yeah. Doing good. Of him being like, uh, anybody else would have just put the story out. Yeah. And then Ben Ulrich being like, just so you know, I have to report it. Like, ethically, I have to put this story out. Ben Ulrich's such a good character, man. Yeah, he's a great character. Like, the Marvels is all from his perspective. Uh, yeah. If you ever read uh, the Marvels books. Oh, it's really good. Oh, it's so um, good. There's a Daredevil get, story. You get Alex Ross with the art. Oh, it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Um, there's a story, a Daredevil story, where in the first issue, Daredevil's already dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's written by Bendis, and it's supposed to be like the last Daredevil story, and it, it's all Ben Ulrich going around trying to figure out, like, uh, what led up to uh, Daredevil's death. Cause, like, they know how he died because it was really public. It was like he literally fought Bullseye for like over an hour, like in the streets. Uh-huh. But like, there was all these things that he left behind in trying to figure out, like, what what is he trying to tell us. I uh, yeah, I'm just remembering in the Marvels where, cause he he's he's basically going through the classical history of Marvel yeah. comics, and like, is that Ben Ulrich? I thought that was another reporter. No, I'm pretty sure it was Ben Ulrich. I could be wrong. Cause I only, for some reason, I thought it was another reporter, but it could be Ben Ulrich. Oh, fair enough. It or could like be maybe like an alternate. Cause I, yeah, it was a photographer. Yeah, uh, never mind. It wasn't he because he had like children and stuff. Like yeah. Ben Ulrich doesn't have children. Okay, okay, all right. Still, what they do with journalists? Yeah, is great. Well, cause, again, like because that guy, that guy has a moment with the X Men where he admits that for a second he gets caught up with the rest of the people of being scared and then like angry 
and like in and hating them for making him scared but then realizes they're helping people and they're putting themselves in danger and and what am i doing and what are we doing yeah yeah like even uh with like jonah like there's there's one storyline where um i think it was while jonah was the mayor um he like he needed to like prove something because like he wasn't uh, there was like an attack somewhere. I can't remember the specifics of it, but like he, they thought he was somebody or something like that. But uh, there wasn't any evidence, so Peter Parker photoshopped a picture of like because he knew that like Jonah had nothing to do with it. So he like photoshopped a picture so, of that so Peter like, Parker picked a picture. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he he made it showing that like oh it couldn't have been Jonah, uh-huh. and then he showed that and uh, like right as. Uh, he shows the picture like Jonah went up on stage and he, he fires him and like tells everybody's like, this is a fake picture. Like this isn't like this didn't actually happen. Uh-huh. And like, I understand what he was trying to do, but we can't have people who don't have integrity like yeah. doing this job. So he's fired because I need, I can only trust people who have integrity and I need people I can trust so that we can get that goddamn yeah, Spider-Man. Picture of Spider-Man. <laughs> That was an- another thing too that Jonah found out uh Peter Parker's like that Peter Parker was Spider-Man and has never told anybody. Mm-hmm. Like he found out uh, a couple it's been a couple years now and he's uh, all he's done since then is try to help Spider-Man. Well, <laughs> he'd have egg on his face. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's the thing is that like on his cuz uh like on his podcast and stuff that he has now, he completely like flipped. Oh shit, is he on Spotify? Uh, probably <laughs> uh but he like completely fl- uh, flipped and is like oh spider-man's the best like spider-man's trying to help us but like when he fucks up he's still like he needs to be better at this this and this uh-huh. and but like he admitted how wrong he was as soon as he like knew who spider-man was because he knew he had good intentions yeah and he's probably like our parents banged yeah they did <laughs> their parents did bang <laughs> and so oh jonah's so dad like brothers jonah's dad or at and, least cousins because uh, it's his aunt yeah they're uh they're i think they're like they consider each other like half brothers or something like that or like stepbrothers yeah. um but uh speaking of brothers uh i just realized that jonah's dad and doc, doc ock are eskimo brothers Ew, <laughs> they are <clears throat> i feel did did we make the point about Kamala <laughs> that we keep on strafing, bro? Uh, yeah, yeah. That that I'm conflicted. That the point I was trying to make was I'm conflicted because, uh, the what they did in the comics they're reversing now in the MCU, but like it's stripping her way away her origin. Yeah, and so that I inherently hate, but it's to give her to the mutants, and I love. Yeah. Well, it's so also it's, like they're uh, a big part of her character was like how her powers worked. Yeah, was that like she she's felt awkward, awkward yeah. in her body, and her body is awkward. Yeah, and like they, they made that her power, where now it's just she's Green Lantern and uh, has like a mech suit now. Yeah, I. <sighs> I've never been so conflicted on a show with how much they nail a character and how much they fail at like portraying True. the character and here's the thing i want this to actually be more of an upper of an episode so i want to get through the bullshit right now <laughs> <laughs> and that i hate this 
because I hate the cheapening of of this uh of this genre of of comic heroics because when you're reading the comic books you know there's a difference between cosmic characters, street level characters, your more classical superhero teams and then the different aspects that those teams fall into place for depending on like who the readership's meant to be, right? Like New Avengers was a darker, grittier version of The Avengers, but neither of them are shit compared to a Max book. Yeah. Right? And the same thing with, like, X-Force, going to be way darker than an X-Men book. So, I, I, I don't like that what the MCU is doing is they're kind of bubblegum-ifying all the characters and all like, and they're getting less unique and, yeah. and, and ironically in the attempt to make them more unique. Well, in my issue that kind of goes with that is that they're, um, they, we know like how grand, like their scales can be for like how big events are and stuff. Yeah. And, um, they're taking characters who should be like completely street level and have like street level weaknesses like Moon Knight, uh-huh. they they stabbed him with like five spears and he was fine. Yes, like that should not be. Yes, he's like a god tier character. Yeah, they made him way too strong, and uh, they did. They're they're like doing the same thing with Kamala, where they're like making her too strong. Yeah, not every character should be. In her first arc, she gets shot with a gun. Yeah. In this, she can't get hurt by anything because they need to have Kamala around. Yeah, she fits a demographic they want. So, like, that's what I dislike. I dislike that there are all these other implications shaping the story and what we end up seeing that have nothing to do with the actual artistic creation of a story. Yeah. And it's part of the reason I hate, like, that they kept using the uh, the Iron Spider armor with Spider-Man. Because, like, now he's he's bulletproof. I Okay, I will push back on that. That when it's introduced, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, it should have been one movie and then done. Well, he had it still. So why wouldn't you use it? It's your coolest thing. Tony was your buddy. He gifted it to you because he wants you to be safe. I get the prolonged use. I also like that they phased him out of it. Cuz yeah. like I guess my point is that it shouldn't he shouldn't have still had it. Yeah, Especially like they should after, have done something sooner to yeah, have like it showing up in the the second movie that like happened after uh after like Endgame and stuff. That should have been like right. Especially because they have a whole thing of like him having to make a new suit. Because he's had two movies after Endgame. Yeah, yeah. So and they went sh- through a whole process like he needs a new suit. Yes, and uh. But then he has the, the Iron, Iron Spider armor again. All right. All right. It now, should have been well yeah, gone. Then now I'm with you. But by the last one, it should have been gone. Yeah. Um. But anyway. The, and, and again, automatic masks. That Yes. That's what I, that's what I was trying Weirdly, to. Weirdly, Kamala is the only one who has like a mask that she puts on her face. Yeah. But now she has automatic energy armor. Yeah. And that's annoying. See, like I don't like the whole like. It's all like some ambiguous energy power, right? That's my issue with Shang Chi. Also, is that yeah, the rings? That was my are other ambiguous point. Ambiguous energy. They made Shang Chi way too strong. Way too strong. Uh, it, and it's like the most badass thing about Shang Chi is that 
he has no powers. He's just such a good fighter that he keeps up with superheroes. Exactly. Exa- that's his whole point. And you can look at other successes you have, Black Widow and Hawkeye. They're just people who are really skilled. Yeah. Which they did the opposite with Hawkeye. Is that they, well, they kind of. They, they did the same thing and the opposite at the same time. Because they made Hawkeye too badass. But they also, like, powered him down at first because they weren't giving him all, all of his arrows, arrows and shit. Yeah. And then they, like, they reversed it, making him, like, not as badass, but giving him such fucking cool uh, arrows to use. Yeah. And I think uh, that, that you could probably attribute that if you're trying to, like, come up with justifications in-universe. That... He's younger and he's getting older, so he can. He's way more skilled and badass, and has, he's just more limber and whatnot, and doesn't need to rely on tricks. And then as he gets older, needs to start relying more and more on tricks. Yeah, uh, the only thing I would have changed about that Hawkeye show is uh, I, I. How purple his suit got? No, I was fine with that. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted uh, a scene where after a fight he has to go and pick up all of his arrows. Yeah, that would that's be nice. all, that's the only thing I like. I want to add it. The main thing I wanted was the car chase scene, and they did the exact car chase scene. So I do I like so that they took that. like his only trick arrow he had in like the first few movies was that USB arrow. Yeah, <laughs> and then they put it right back in. Like it's a, they use it again yeah. when he has all the trick arrows. Um, and they like actually fire it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if all the, his porn the was Hawkeye, on there. Like, the Hawkeye show is the one where I was like, this is really good. And that was the one, too, that, like, I was really excited for that one, and everybody told me it was going to be stupid. Yeah. You know what, man? People are dumb sometimes. Yeah. And they're just <laughs> wrong. Because, uh, like, I have to tell people, like, I have a Hawkeye statue on my desk at work, and people have been like, really? Like, Hawkeye? <laughs> and I'm like, he, like, his books are cool. <laughs> like, he's way cooler than you'd think he is. And, like. That the part of the joke is how lame he is. Like that's what makes his character cool is like, that he sucks. Like someone walks by and like, yeah, he's not a hot guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally from the books. <laughs> like you don't look like a hot guy. He's <laughs> like, oh, you like superheroes? Like, uh, yeah. Is that the Archer Man? He's a Hawkeye. Yeah, he doesn't look that hot. I'm like, okay. Yeah, or they call him a uh, Hawk Guy all the time. Hawk Guy. Yeah, that's uh the DC one. Yeah. Also, not his name, but he's he's the hawk guy. Yeah, he's a hawk guy. <laughs> he's he's one hawk of a guy. <laughs> um, not to be confused with the Hulk guy yeah. that Marvel has. So, also, I feel like in in the uh, show versus the comic, and this is uh, this is more of a. Hey, a geek's a geek, a nerd's a nerd. I get that that there's that argument out there, but she's the wrong kind. She's the wrong kind of nerd in the show versus in the the comic. Like she's the fanfic nerd in the comic. Uh in this she's a YouTuber who's ultra obsessed like an ultra obsessed cosplay YouTuber. Well, her her YouTube channel is her fanfiction. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess if you're also like trying to be more contemporary. Yeah. And also what I really liked about when they showed that is uh, she does not have a popular, popular channel. 
Like, if you see, like, the views that she had on her video that she posted, it was, like, 20 people. Yeah. So you don't have to deal with the stuff of, like, oh, she's, like, a successful YouTuber. And, like, that's her. Like, no, she's a kid who's, like, just putting stuff on YouTube. And it's, like, it's not getting out yeah. there. She's us. Oh, uh, yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. better than us. Yeah. <laughs> she's killing us. No, no, we're beating her. We're beating her. We're beating her now. We get more than 20 downloads. <laughs> no, no, our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, our oh, YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, 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 she's killing our YouTube channel. We still have a lot of videos with nothing, like I, no views. Yeah, yeah, I I have some ideas, and, and I'm yeah. going to be produ- producing some stuff. I just got a crazy work schedule and life schedule. Um, yeah, be like that. Be like that. Uh, so, anyway, I feel like those are the big things. Her being a mutant in the show, it only bothers me because of the source material part, but there's a part of me that delights in it. It also has me kind of worried that they are going to do, uh, like, X-Men are from, like, another universe. And, like, oh, I, they're going to try to, like... the stupidest thing you can do with them. Yeah. It gets just, rid of the whole point of X-Men. When you have the perfect out, yeah. your leader's a telepath. He made sure no one knew. Yeah. And then also do the same thing that they did, like, in the comics and then some of, like, the cartoons and stuff. Have it so, like, mutants have always been a thing. Mm-hmm. But now their numbers have exploded, and they can't keep it contained anymore. True. I mean, if you if you think about, uh, like, what's that? It, it's it's like that thing where you're like, uh, would you rather a million dollars or would you rather like a penny that doubles? Yeah. Blah 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 for whatever. Because at a certain point you hit like a critical mass where like, okay, it's now it's two pennies, now it's four pennies, and blah blah blah, and then eventually it's like. Oh shit, that's a fuck ton of money, and oh shit, that's a fuck, fuckier ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> like it just it it blows up at a at a certain point. But yeah, you can get away with the aspect of uh, oh Xavier made sure people didn't know. But also you can do some things where like hey, remember how it was kind of weird in the background at this point where like like uh do you remember Lion King one and a half? Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird thing to bring up. Where so many I don't remember much about it, but I remember that it existed. So so they do a thing where Timon and Pumbaa are basically the reason why a bunch of stuff happened in The Lion King. For just existing. They're Forrest Gump? Like, uh, the part where all the uh, animals bow when they hold Simba up is because of them fucking up, causing one to fall over, and then they just all fall <laughs> over. So they take away, like, the majesty of it. Yeah. Uh, that, they, they're they just Forrest Gump. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, they're the Forrest Gump. Yeah. So, Where, but, like, not stealing credit from black people throughout history, because that's kind of what Forrest Gump did a lot. Exactly. That was, uh, that was just what they did with the lions, apparently. There are people who hate that, like, wh- whites were Simba. I don't know. It's a cartoon, but they're 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 it's out there. I can see if you hate Matthew Broderick. Yeah, but no. then now Simba uh, is Childish Gambino, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why they did that. They did like a whole thing where they're like, "Oh no, this is in Africa, so they all got to be black," <laughs> and it's like they're animals. That's dude. racist. <laughs> I know. That's what they did, but they're like, "No, no, no." The the annoying bird one. Ah, he's still British. We'll get. Uh, they should have just got Gilbert Gottfried again. <laughs> oh no no he was Iago oh yeah he was Iago yeah uh, <laughs> that's a beef <laughs> that's why <Wagyu. laughs> 
<laughs> That's how it sounded when you said it. <laughs> you said Iagu, yeah. Um, Words are hard, man. Sometimes, dude. Who are you telling? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that that sums up just the negatives. The and I don't think the mutant thing's a negative. It's just uh, it's a kind of yeah. There's a huge deviation. There's pluses and minuses to it. The pluses are like that's that's ultimately why I feel conflicted. But then the power set is just trash. I mean, even like the other guy who gets the powers. A trash. You're just yeah. You're just but at least that's her. Yeah, at least that's his power in the comic. That is his power in the comic. Yeah, but he also he's only in like six issues in the comic. So like, it, well, it's kind of weird because Kamala Khan in general only has like fucking sixty issues or something like that. Like okay. she doesn't have a lot of comics, but that that's I think one of the issues of like starting to put characters from movies that are like the, these characters just came out. Yeah. Like when they did like Robbie Reyes, like when they put Robbie Reyes, like even though I love Robbie Reyes, they put him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when he only had like 10 issues of a comic out. Oh, uh, they're like starving for like diversity. That. He's the Hispanic one. Yeah, but he's the best one too. Okay. I'm I'm just saying yeah. that's, that's a mindset that's in the production yeah. is like, how are we going to be perceived because, you know... Uh, they the, are. They did have. If the they original, wanted to go full diversity, there already was a Ghost Rider who was already Hispanic and was a woman. Huh. Because I'm just saying the 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 first few phases of the MCU is just a white sausage fest. <laughs> Basically, isn't that that Seth Rogen movie? Just a white sausage fest. Uh, that's most of them, really, when you think <laughs> about it. But sausage party. Yeah. Uh which also is most of them when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um But I mean, again, those were the comics. So you're making movies out of your IP, your IP is this thing, and that's that's what you make. I'm always gonna be of the mind of you want diversity instead of uh just like, hey, let's take this character and make them black now, or let's take this character and say they're Hispanic now. Or, hey, let's take this character that we only treat as black, but we'll remind you every once in a while as Hispanic. It's Miles. <laughs> you know what? And they do the opposite with uh, Sam Alexander, where uh, he's mixed with white and Hispanic. Uh-huh. And, um, like, it was never really a thing until it was like, oh, but, uh, he's Hispanic. Remember, he's Hispanic. Yeah. And, like, the only thing that, like, like his mom was Hispanic, and the, like, but his dad's, like, super white, and now... Everybody sees Miles as the Hispanic kid, where like he's he's mixed, like pretty. His dad was white as shit. You oh, oh you said Miles. Okay, you threw me off a sec for a second when you said uh, sees Miles as the Hispanic kid. No, so oh, okay. sees him as a like Sam. They see yeah. Sam as a. Um, but that kind of makes sense, right? Because his dad's absentee. Like the whole point is he doesn't know where his dad is. Yeah. So he's raised by a Hispanic mom. No, he his dad just went missing though. God damn, his dad just went missing for a long ass time. <laughs> yeah, well, right before he became Nova, his dad just went missing. Exactly, he's been Nova for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Not in continuity, he's only been like six months. Holy fuck! <laughs> and also, they took away for like two of those months he wasn't Nova because oh, they took away his helmet for a while. That's nuts. Um, either that or his dad's been missing for because. The last time we saw his dad, he, uh, or at least I don't know if they changed it in the Avengers crossover that they did, but the last time I saw his dad in a comic 
was like they freed themselves and uh, got their own spaceship. And they're like, we're coming back. He's like, I'm coming back for you, son. Which implies that he just said, fuck it. It was like, I, I don't get it. Like, I'm free now. Like, I don't have to go he, back he, to my family. He pulled a, he pulled a Corsair. He's yeah. space pirating now. Yeah, he's just banging cats. Yeah. <laughs> he like that would be great. Is at the end of uh, that arc, he put on a mustache. <laughs> it turned out he was Corsair the whole time. You know what's wild is that so Corsair thinks that both of his kids died in a plane crash and his wife dies and he's like you know what fuck it space pussy i'm gonna find me some space pussy and then does literally because she's a cat yeah (laughs) it's crazy and now he knows his son's around and he's like still gone i'm fucking this cat though (laughs) (laughs) he's probably like how do i explain fucking this cat like when uh I, you did get the feeling too when uh when Kid Clops was like, Oh, I'm I'm going with you, Dad. <laughs> you it got you got kind of the feeling where he's like, Oh, you cock block. <sighs> you fucking square. Yeah. <laughs> it was like what kind of asshole would I have to be to say no? But there's like, a there's a reason fine. why I wasn't around you before. <laughs> yeah. He faked the whole abduction. <laughs> it was a buddy of his. That would be like an interesting comic if like he did, the dad did fake that and he had uh, a kid with another woman that whole time <laughs> <laughs> like he's like oh no um they just uh, your mom was pregnant when we were captured and um they super aged him to age up where like in, in reality like he like, just had oh, another like kid with was it. always yeah. another kid yeah yeah <laughs> like he was always around just like <laughs> he just also happened to be like abducted by aliens yeah like because one of the fucking odds that was like he thought it was too cliche to go for a pack of cigarettes so he's like i gotta really like make this original or he had like a he had a a buddy that was gonna pretend to like like be an alien and abduct him but then aliens really did come and abduct him and he's like god damn it what's going on bart and he's like oh you're not bart so it's like that episode of fresh prince where he hires a guy to like (laughs) fake rob yeah (laughs) so he just ends up beating up some random like dude who like was actually robbing the place yeah man oh man speaking of fresh prince fresh prince of asgard that was a thing. Have you have you read any of those Miles crossovers or not cross the what ifs? Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, um, they're they're okay. They're like, uh, kind of cringy. Yeah, they're like they they're the worst versions of what those stories could have been. I feel. Yeah. Like, there's a better way if they went about it where Miles got the abilities the way those characters got the abilities I think would have been better to some degree. Like, like if miles, like miles Thor doesn't make sense that it's like, Oh no, he is Thor. His dad's Odin. It's all that miles coming across the hammer and picking it up and becoming Thor makes sense. So like what they decided to do there makes absolutely no sense. And just that like Asgard had been, uh, like had become like a place on earth like that it was just like where brooklyn is like is now asgard yeah like yeah it, it didn't really make much sense that's what biggie was talking about he was asking where brooklyn was at because it's just asgard. asgard yeah 
because Brooklyn's theirs now. Yeah, it's it's mine's now. <laughs> um, yeah, the Wolverine one is weird because that's the only one where they're like, oh no, he's actually older. Like it's it takes place yeah. in the seventies, and is that they really bent over backwards to just feel like. We're like he's not even Miles at that point. He just has uh, the look of Miles Morales, like, like him as Wolverine calling people Bub. It doesn't make, really make sense. Yeah, and it it uh, it makes his family all very one note. Yeah. So his dad's just always an overbearing asshole, and his mom just always doesn't matter, but is there to speak Spanish so that you also yeah, are you reminded. That Which they did kill her in the Ultimate Comics, and then when they put him into 616, was like, oh, no, she's back. Yeah. <laughs> like, that never happened. Uh, and they went out of their way to, like, show how great a guy his dad was in the, the cartoon, the Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. They do that, too, in the in the comics. Uh, where but, like, but not in these. Yeah. His dad's <laughs> not horrible in, in every one yeah. of these. Well, and they also just reduced his uncle to being, like, he's just a bad guy no matter what. Yeah. Where like yeah, his heart's always in the right place, but he's he's still just yeah. a thief everywhere. Where like the whole thing with his dad and his uncle is that they like they grew up kind of having to do that stuff, and then his dad like fixed his life, and his yeah. uncle was never able to get back on track, and like now it's just like you know he's evil in every universe, but like also like when Miles beats him, he's like ah yeah that's my nephew. Like what up? They like force a happy ending at the end of the, uh, I think the Captain yeah, America one like, too. That's so weird. It, why was he Blue Marvel? Like that doesn't. Like what? why would he be Blue Marvel? When was he Blue Marvel? In the last issue. Uh. Oh, I haven't read five yet. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he just is blue. When they all like come together, like for some reason, there's a. A version of his uncle that is Blue Marvel. Oh, I thought you were saying that they Captain Planet Blue Marvel, and it's him. Like they they, they combine the Miles cross. No, and they become one Miles. <laughs> no. Oh man, he just becomes Black Lightning. <laughs> oh, you know what? Now I'm. If they would have added a couple more issues and a couple more people, they could have retitled the whole event Eight Miles. Oh, dude. People need to appreciate the effort of a pun sometimes. <laughs> and and that they just left that one sitting on the table. Yeah. It's like you Nuts. only had five miles. You could have gone to eight miles. And then it would have been a white one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one takes place in Detroit. Yeah. It's like, what if Miles was white? <laughs> <laughs> was a quite that that book is never coming out. <laughs> Although they do they have do. a book of what if the Punisher was black? Yeah, they they do a, <laughs> where they, they do dye a his lot skin. Of, uh, like what if Bruce Wayne was black? Like they've they've done those stories. Man, yeah, because that was Stan Lee who did those, wasn't it? No, I think DC does shit like that. No, but I didn't Stan Lee do. Uh, DC books where he made Batman black. I have no idea. I thought he, cause he did like, a, it was supposed to be a more like grounded, like more Marvel version of, of the DC characters. It's hilarious that anyone can point to Marvel and say grounded. Well, compared to DC. It, Compa- no, no, I know. I know, but it's hilarious cause it's so not, um, 
That's like like calling one like flamboyantly gay dude uh, straighter than an even more flamboyantly gay dude. But it can be true. So fair enough. Fair. Uh, I guess with the the caveat of the er makes it possible. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I wonder if we've offended anyone yet. Probably. We've got. <laughs> we definitely have gotten off track. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm trying to get back to Kamala. Um, so yeah, th- those are the, my only kind of gripes. I don't know enough about Kamala outside of this first arc and Champions, and she does feel like a very different character than what she is in Champions. Yeah, I think um, any of the books where they like. Uh, she's the leader of a team. She seems really like written out of character, like in especially in team up stuff. Like, where I don't know, like, and I think it's kind of inevitable with like doing, unless you're like a teenage cyclops, when you do like team books and have like the leader and make them like responsible. Because in all of their books, they're gonna be like irresponsible teenagers that are just trying their best. True. Although I am thinking of the Power Rangers right now, where they're pretty responsible. Those were teens with attitude. They they were. They specifically so they, ask for teens with attitude. So that's what I'm saying. Like they had moments where they were still irresponsible despite overall being responsible teens. Yeah. One quit the Power Rangers to go to the Olympics, right? That doesn't make any sense. Uh you can't have a job while being a, like you can't be paid while being an amateur sports person in the olympics are amateur sports also i don't know if that's true because they get a lot of sponsorship money yeah <laughs> so they don't get paid stuff. for being in the olympics yeah. they get paid through their sponsorships yeah true or some of them just don't get paid at all and they're very poor but they get that cool medal and instantly have to sell it <laughs> <laughs> or they get it taken away or they don't get the medal because uh they didn't have a bunch of money so they weren't able to just train all of their life yeah, that's got to blow. Yeah, plus like you, you know when the Olympics comes to towns, the, uh, the I say I say that as if I don't have experience in that. <laughs> <laughs> like if I I don't have experience in yeah, I have a talent that like if I only had the money to be able to just focus on that, yeah, it'd be wouldn't, cool. Wouldn't that be cool? It'd be the best. Oh man, I wouldn't take personal loans to get things I can't afford so that I can work on in. On odd hours. Yeah, but that's how you get credit. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's stupid. Uh, anyway, Kamala Khan. <laughs> we'll get yeah. into this episode. <laughs> that makes it sound like like that's the convention. like The Kamala Khan? Yeah. That's what she's going to? Yeah. <laughs> they did Captain... Uh, well, no, I guess it's Avengers Khan, but very heavily uh, Captain Marvel themed. I yeah. okay. Well, that, like, that one cosplay con. Last... I think they said that they did other... A cosplay contest with other characters and that was just specifically the captain marvel contest oh i guess um last thing that bothered me which they correct within the show so it's not like an overall this was terrible about the show but all the um the animations in the background in the very first episode way too much and i feel like they were doing it because they were trying to both play up how unique and creative she was as if like this was all going on in her head while 
she's out and about. Um, but also, I think trying to break up the monotony of here's another superhero origin yeah. story. But see, that was almost kind of the issue. One of the issues I had with it is that they had like it almost seemed like it was one show, and then it became a different show. And then on the last episode, it was back to being the original show. Yeah. Yeah. It shifts quite heavily. <clears throat> it turned into like uh, like an adventure show, like Uncharted or something like that mm-hmm. for a couple episodes. It was like the Aquaman movie where you're like, yeah. oh, this is the movie I'm watching. It wasn't as jarring as oh, Aquaman. This is, this is the, now I'm watching a different movie. Okay. <laughs> like Aquaman had parts where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm watching a cartoon. Yeah. And then like five minutes later is like this is a horror movie? Like no, I'm watching the, the mummy? Yeah. <laughs> what is this national treasure? Yeah. Like Nicolas Cage just shows <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Uh yeah, you get four <laughs> movies for the price of one with Aquaman. Oh, now this is a drama. They got a serial abuser on the screen. <laughs> oh shit, Amber Turn. Yeah. Oh man. Did I tell you that thing that people are saying uh that Johnny Depp is white people's OJ? And uh that's weird. I don't ridiculous. remember Johnny Depp decapitating a woman. He literally, they couldn't even prove that he hit a woman. Yeah. That was like the whole point. The only they thing they saw is that like all, he was definitely abused. All they all um, they succeeded in doing was kind of proving that their client poss- most likely lied about him hitting her. Yeah. Where she's like, I have a kit for making bruises. I mean, I have a kit for covering up bruises. <laughs> I saw, because uh, you, you were railing against them earlier, but they are difficult not to, those YouTube shorts. Yeah, I hate them so They are much. difficult not to click on sometimes. Um, but they, someone isolated when she was coming off the stand and they were bringing Johnny onto the stand. And she so overreacted like she was afraid of Johnny Depp. (laughs) Like, because he's just sort of just standing, meandering, talking to his lawyer as, like, she's getting down. And, like, there's the bailiffs, like, kind of, like, trying to move out of the way so that she can move. And so Johnny turns. And then right when he turns and looks at her, she, like, freezes and starts pacing backwards. Like, as if she's retreating. Like, in Jurassic Park? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp's like, what? <laughs> and then the bailiffs are like, okay, dude, can you step over her side so she can walk through? It's like when, like, uh, kids go out, like, in public with their parents, and every time their parent moves their arm, the kid, like, to fuck with them is like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. And it, like, makes you want to hit them, because you're like, people are going to think I'm abusing <laughs> Daddy, no, not the belt. <laughs> it's like I not I'm wearing sweats. <laughs> yeah. I always wear sweats. <laughs> I haven't worn a belt since 73. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so, so when they calmed that down, like cuz they still had sprinkles of it throughout the show, it was way better. Cuz then it's like, okay, yeah, this is like some flavor text. Like I remember you bringing up it being like Scott Pilgrim, but like Scott Pilgrim was kind of a vibe of like that's that's that was like the vibe yeah. of the movie. This felt like it was happening whether she wanted it to or not. To like, me, I thought of it as a, a visual 
representation of thought bubbles. Oh, see, I thought of it as a visual representation of bad. <laughs> like if I could just see yeah. bad on a screen. Uh, you're sassy today. <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's the part where they're talking about how she could make it unique. And she's like, oh, what if it was a zombie one? So there's a big old zombie graphic on the wall that's moving around and stuff. It's just... It's just like the background was just reacting to whatever she was saying and not really hitting any particular point. And it just felt like there was like a lack of substance and a lot of like quick cuts and like shouts of like, yeah, you were doing this now. And ah, now we're going to do this. And then, and yeah, again, so the first just like episode, I'm not a big fan of the worst thing with the show, though, is just the powers. Like you just cannot get over the powers. Like we, we've said it multiple times, but it just ruins everything about the show. Now, overall, I think it was fine. Almost good, even. <laughs> Almost good. Um, you know what I can't wait to see? is what? I can't wait until they finally do a series on Moon Girl and just watch you lose your mind <laughs> as that's like coming out. Oh, okay. Any character who their power is that they're the best bothers yeah. me. Well, that's not – she doesn't have powers, right? Or is that her power is that she's smart? I, I thought, thought she, she was would... an inhuman. I don't know shit about her. I just think yeah, she – Yeah, I, I thought she was part of that inhuman I'd way look it up, but we don't have fucking service yeah. here. Uh, but I just thought that she was just really smart and like the smartest literally yeah. build as the smartest and character the thing that like really annoys me with it and i th- you like i think you'll definitely agree with this point is that like if you said she has the highest iq like i can understand that because then she has like the capacity to be the smartest person yes but there's just so much that you can actually learn like just at her age if she had a photographic memory and had just continuously been reading she still shouldn't be smarter than Reed Richards, who's been doing that since he was, like, at like he has age, a photographic memory, too, I think. At her age, does she even know that you can take a calculator and spell boobs? Probably mm-hmm. not. So does she know everything? Is she the smartest? <laughs> I doubt it. I don't know if Reed knows that, either. <laughs> oh, Reed knows that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Reed knows that. Sure. <laughs> to be fair... It's hard for him to see boobs on his wife. No, 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 no. But he sees them in tech. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> if any character was going to fuck a calculator. Yeah, he's Donatello. He definitely does machines. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, my my problem with the character who they just say is the smartest is like, okay, then what about all the smart people actually saving the world? <clears throat> and what is she doing? Yeah. Hanging out with a dinosaur. Yeah. Like they Which, do... I mean, that's, that's cool. Like, sure, but Chris Pratt like, can do that. Yeah, he does do it, and it's not cool. <laughs> it's very not cool. It's lame. Well, black people can do things, uh, lame things that white people do, and then make it cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, look what Tiger Woods yeah. did for golf. Yeah, right. And and the white guys before him were making millions, and they were still <laughs> just squares. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so, uh, it, it's. It's that they take a character and they go, you're the best, and then never back, first of all, never back it up. And it's a position that they never earn, so then where does the character even go? 
Like, what conflict can they face yeah. that's interesting? Like, like, they shoot themselves in their own foot. And it's it's also just such an obvious demographic ploy to be like, well, she's black and a little girl, and that's who we want to start buying some of these comics. And we need to – Yeah. It's It, it hits for them uh, diversity, representation, uh, fucking margin, and then it – is like a thing to pander to a specific demographic that probably wasn't buying comics to be like, hey, buy these comics. Well, and if you go on the other side of the spectrum, and th- this is just like old my, white guy, huh? No, not old white guy. The, no, no, that's the other side of the spectrum. No, I, of the same. Uh, like <laughs> if you want the opposite of a, uh, a, a little uh, black the, girl, it's the, an old white guy. No, all the the, the opposite Steve side. Shut up. <laughs> the opposite spectrum of a uh, smart black girl, which would be Riri Williams, who. Uh, from what I know of Riri, oh, I love that character. All all of her intelligence is earned. Yeah, she's not like uh, just brilliant out of nowhere. It's all a lot of like her sitting down and figuring out how things work. Yeah, like she didn't just build her own Iron Man armor, right? She like she got leaked schematics. Yeah, she like, and she she made an armor that looked more like War Machine. Yeah, like she actually like went out and did like like she seems like she'd be more like. Uh, she, like, she started out, like, reprogramming, uh, like, technology around her house Mm -hmm. and, like, making stuff out of that. And she, and, and of course her armor's gonna look bulkier because, like, what fucking resources does a teenage girl have? And she's not just. To build a thing. And she's not just, like, she's smarter than Tony Stark ever was. But she has the capacity. Yeah. That's that's the point. And her intelligence is always, like, it always seems earned. Yeah. And growing. So. She she's a character who, uh, so she creates her own Iron Man suit. She actually saves Iron Man when he gets in a jam, um, and then he's like, "What the shit?" Uh, then Iron Man is killed, pretty much, because of Captain Marvel. Yeah, um, kicked his ass. And <laughs> God, goddamn, yeah. and his consciousness is uploaded as an AI that then coaches Riri. So he exists as this uh, mentor figure that helps Riri learn what further what it is she's trying to do, but then also is like, like she's not great, be only because there's an AI there. Like she then does her own thing, makes her own enhancements, and yeah, she fucking kicks ass as a character. Like to the point, like like she just straights up argues with the uh the Tony Stark AI a bunch, and the Tony Stark AI is wrong a bunch a lot of the time. So, yeah, that's a that's an earned character versus a character who they're just like they're everything. Yeah, of this aspect, and then it's like almost just magic, it, like how like how look where the intelligence is around, like just coming from nowhere. Uh, and then uh. They, so far as I know, they did one event where she was supposed to matter. Yeah, Monsters Unleashed. Yeah. And all they do is translate what the monsters are saying. And they're basically saying, yeah. attack the Earth. You know, and <laughs> and guess what? Everyone could figure that out. Yeah. Because they were attacking <laughs> they the were Earth. Also, uh, they already had a kid there that, like, knew that stuff. Which they haven't done. I don't, I haven't seen Kid Kaiju since that event. I think because he's another Inhuman. I they I think they were doing is all he, these like inhuman shits. Is yeah. he dead with all the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> Was he on that list? <laughs> I don't know. Like 
that's the thing is that all the Inhumans didn't end up being dead in that. They're just like gone. Like, I don't think they sold. And I think, yeah, I just don't think anybody looked. Dude, the I more, don't think I've I ever met an Inhuman fan. I didn't realize too that there was like so much animosity by the guy who ordered the Inhuman shit to be prominent. Because now I'm thinking that could be a reason why so many writers kind of subverted the order. Because just as a person who is creative, who writes and, and draws and stuff, when someone like like wants me to do something, but then wants me to do it outside the way I w- agree or want to do it, I'm not as inclined to do that. Like, yeah. I, I now, okay, think you're an asshole, and I'm going to do it my way. And if for whatever reason, I have to do it your way, I'll find a way to make it my way. There are examples of people being horrible for that right like the guy who in x-men gold started putting the anti-semitic yeah, shit yeah in the images or the guy like who's doing uh uh immortal hulk who's drawing that so there there are, are examples of like them being like taking it down a negative way but then others of like okay fine if we have to do this we're placing uh mutants with inhumans then we're going to make all this sort of subtext of the X-Men are still the good guys. They're, they're being persecuted still. We're going to spin it in a way. Like I, I liked that, that someone was like Cyclops ain't going out like that. Yeah. And like he, he's going to have died a hero trying to save the lives of people who were being taken out by the Terrigen mist. Well, and when you think about it too, I think it has a lot of the same issues as like the people who say just like Magneto, just like replace the tragedy mm-hmm. so like you can change him as a character and like with making the inhumans like the new x-men you're literally taking a group who their whole point is that they're minorities that are persecuted yeah and you're replacing them with people who own slaves yeah like you're, that's you're, you're whitewashing yeah <laughs> like that's like yeah. insane that like Especially when people are, like, pissed off about everything. That's crazy that that was never, like, a thing. What's also funny about the Inhumans is that they think of themselves as royal elite while they come from an alien race that thinks of them as backwater hicks. Yeah, and they're inbred. Yeah. Yeah, the Inhumans are... The whole kingdom thing is is wild. Uh, But, yeah, so the show, I... Especially, like, after reading this, and then I went back, and even just that first issue, uh, first episode, I really liked how much I was picking up on what came straight from the comics. The dad being on the sun about being overly religious of, like, dude, give it a break. Yeah. And then him being, like, overly pious back, and just down to a bunch of little stuff where they they tweaked it, but it was basically the same dialogue. Yeah, like that was his teenage like rebellion phase. Was yeah diving like into into in like he's diving into the culture yeah. and religion where Kamala's trying to kind of escape yeah. it, and she uh she even has a moment which I thought was so weird in the comic because it was so specific where she's th- she thinks like. Oh God! It's not like I'm asking them to let me do cocaine, and then she literally says it in the the episode where she's yeah. like, "It's not like I'm asking you to let me do cocaine." I was like, 
Like, cocaine's such a weird thing for a teenager to throw at <laughs> their parents. I throw cocaine at my parents all the time. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got so much to go around. <laughs> Just, like, misting it. And people, <laughs> like, throwing it in their face to, like, get away. <laughs> like your gold dust? Yeah. <laughs> cocaine! Ah! <laughs> Pocket cocaine? <laughs> yeah. Like a pocket sand. Oh, Michael Sarah. He does. He, he blows the cocaine in uh, in uh, the fucking. Uh, th- this is the end, dude. <sighs> yeah, that's right. He just blows cocaine <laughs> in people's face. In Jonah so, Hill's face. That, yeah. He was so unbearable. <laughs> or no, it was McLovin's face. He was, he was the worst in that. Yeah. Uh, um. Doesn't he die from like a pole getting shoved through? It's a light post gets yeah. stabbed through him, and, he, and it's because he's like screaming at everybody that somebody has his phone, and then the light post goes through him and starts like lifting him in the air, and his phone goes off. He's like, "Oh, this is embarrassing." <laughs> That's such a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Channing Tatum humping uh, uh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride's legs. Oh man. Didn't they want him, like, didn't he want to do that? They were like, we can get a double for, you're in a mask in this. And he's like, oh, no, no, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down, dude. <laughs> I love bumping legs. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> the big reveal is that the guy in the gimp mask is yeah. Channing Tatum. Yeah, Charming Tate, man. And he's like, oh, no, it will be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> I... What I what I don't know how I feel about the show though, because I don't know if this makes it better or makes it worse. That it ended up being a show where okay, so they Nick's inhuman, so they got to make up this whole thing about her family. So yeah. now it's this whole different story of how she gets her powers and where they come from, and it's an alternate universe and and all that stuff, which would suck if they're saying that mutants are an alternate universe thing. Yeah, that would be literally it destroys a big point that the mutant like because they, they are ha- us because they have established that mutants exist in alternate universes yeah um but i mean they could they could end up making it too though that like yeah she has dna from the other universe but like her whole family also technically has that and, and the part of her that's DNA human that she, is yeah. like the where the that's mutant. where she gets the mutation I would prefer that. If they do I hope that, that's it, yeah. If they do that, I, I would like that much more. Um, yeah. No, it should. Because, well, if they're going to stick to all the references they make about this, that the male carries the X gene. Yeah. And the dad's human. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just If they're X2 sticking to their lore, the uh... male carries the X gene. Yeah, but why not? Just yeah, but ahead. also, if they're sticking with that, that was a different universe, so. Shh. <laughs> Parallel universe. It could be similar. It's not like they're br- not breathing oxygen. Yeah, they also had the Backstreet Boys. Or was it in sync? I don't remember what song plays when Wolverine starts the car. Oh, I don't know. Um, so, I, but it being so um, culture-centric, right? Like, they do this whole thing where, like, part of the movie, part of the movie, part of the show is just, like, this is historical Pakistani culture. Uh, what I, what, one of the things that was weird to me was like, okay, so they're doing a, a, a dual narrative. That's the same thing like over where 
like when they they tell that story where she goes to the past which also was kind of lame but she goes to the past uh because she's the thing that leads her grandmother to her father like the the story that gets passed down yeah. through generations she's the catalyst for that uh because her great grandmother's magic pulled her to the past instead of her daughter to the past and oh by the way spoilers for miss marvel <laughs> um she's a mutant turns out yeah uh so while they're doing that they're telling her great-grandmother's story about her universe and the story of being a a, a pakistani person leaving um india in their like parallel stories you're this person in this new space because you were pushed out of your old space and so like that's what she is she's a character who was from an old space trying to find home in a new space that's also being pushed away from the land in this new space to another new space with all those Same like space again yeah <laughs> so i i don't know how i feel about that i don't know if that's clever or if that's like oh okay like I, I don't know. I think the it thing hits is, me, it hits me kind of both ways. It's cringe and clever. I think the thing is like they had a lot of like good things going there, and it just like it just wasn't quite there. And I think it's the part like it's part of it like that it just completely changed the genre of the show for a while. That like if you saw that plot in and I think they do have a Doctor Who plot that is that and it works. But like because it's uh, it's like this coming of age like high school thing that turns into uh, an adventure show, and like you're starting to do like time travel when you're already like exaggerating her powers into being like more mystical. Yeah. Uh, like it's like going too far with a lot of stuff. Like, well, they now she's like a sci-fi character. They literally did it in Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. No, they did the same thing. So in one of the movies. Uh, Harry's being eaten by some like death eater things or whatever. And then, uh, someone uses a Patronus charm and he thinks it's his dad. And somehow his dad saved him in that moment. And then later he has to go back in time and he's in the area where that had happened to him. And he's like, Oh, I got to stop because I want to see my dad because my dad saves me. And he's waiting and he's watching himself be like eaten by this uh death eater or not death eater. i'm saying death eater but they're because uh, those are voldemort's people uh b- by this whatever the fuck the, the like the spooky ghost guys who like suck your essence um <laughs> i have no idea odd. i don't know anything uh, about Harry <laughs> anyway uh so they're doing that and he's like where's my dad he's got to show up and then hermione is there with him and he's like you got to do something because you're about to die and he's like, oh, I can't let myself die. And he does the Patronus, and it's the thing. So he saved himself. You know what my reference for that is? Is that uh, there's a Futurama episode. Nice. Uh, where they go into the past, and uh, he sees his grandpa. And he keeps on trying to save his grandpa's life, but he keeps on being the thing that puts him in danger. Like, <laughs> like there's a car coming, and uh, like they're on an army base, and there's a car coming. And he like runs so and like, pushes his, uh, his grandpa. And then um, the car just, like, turns and, like, goes a different direction. <laughs> but he pushes his grandpa on, like, a pile of rusty bayonets. It, like, <laughs> it, like, um, he, so, like, so, like, time machine, but if the guy who built the time machine is the one constantly killing his yeah. wife. And the thing with that, too, is, like, he finally, like, they keep on, like, dropping hints that his, his grandpa's gay. 
And, uh, like, he, like, takes him to this, like, remote cabin. And he, like, uh, puts up a calendar. And he's, like, with women on it. And he's, like, just sit here. Don't do anything and stare at this calendar. And he, like, lifts up the calendar. The next page is a shirtless dude. And he's, like, <laughs> no. But... Fry ends up leaving, and uh, it turns out that the cabin is uh, on a nuclear testing oh, uh, nice. site. So they blow him up and kill his grandpa. Uh, <sighs> so Fry like sees his grandma, and he's like, "It must not be that these are my grandparents because like I'm still here and I'm alive." And then he fucks his grandma, and uh, <laughs> uh, he ends up being his own oh, grandfather. It's so gross. And, like, that's actually the reason he gets um, sent to the future was because he's his own grandpa. He's got, like, fucked up brainwaves. Dude, that's just like Kamala Khan. <laughs> See what I'm saying, though? Like, it's crazy close how, like, it's crazy weird yeah. how close these three things are. Yeah. Except Fry fucked his grandma. <laughs> he calls it doing the nasty and the pasty. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Can you imagine, uh, like, oh, no, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gross. Yeah, let's not go yeah. there. Uh, We're already turning on some background. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I liked a lot of the show. A lot of it seems, feels convenient. I feel like they wasted a lot of time. Yeah. I feel like they take you on, like, this co- sort of history slash culture journey that they make up that's not even in the comics yeah. uh, to explain her abilities that then takes away from like the building of interesting characters that they start with like uh, you know Bruno seemed interesting but you don't really get to know much about Bruno uh, her yeah. friend uh, Nakia is clearly an interesting character and nothing goes on with her really what really annoyed me about um, Bruno is uh, you know how he's like he's going to uh, uh, Caltech. Yeah. In the comics, uh, his uh school he gets accepted into is uh in Wakanda. Oh. So he's nice. like the only outsider allowed to take. These what kind of school book- is it? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. But like that's so much cooler that like he's going to Wakanda and that's the classes that he's taking. What, what, Shut what, up! <laughs> what kind of major does he have? I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, it is cool because he's white, and they they don't like those. <laughs> <laughs> they call him colonizers. They do, and that's caught on in a big way. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, there's this video of uh, in Oregon. This guy cuts off this woman, and then they get into an argument in the road. They start holding up traffic. Like, they get out of their cars, and they're, they're fighting. And it's a white woman, and the guy's, like, Native American. And she tells him to go back where he's from. And he's like, you bitch, I'm, I'm Native American. I'm from here. But she means because she's looking at his plate, and he's not from Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I mean, in Oregon? 
And she sounds like so goddamn white about it. And then it turns into this whole like he keeps calling her a, a, a white colonizing bitch and they go fuck off. And then she's like trying to dangerous minds him where, <laughs> where she's like, no, we need to talk this through and we can be the change. And it's not about race. <laughs> And everyone else is just fucking slamming their horn, pissed off. <laughs> They're holding up traffic. And she literally tells someone, no, this is important. <laughs> and it's all because he cut her off. And they just decided to have a, a, a bit of, like, in-person road rage. That, the accidental racism is so hilarious. <laughs> it's like, go back where you came from. It's like... America? Like, no, <laughs> fucking Oregon. <laughs> like right away, she's like, "It's not a race thing. It's a <laughs> go back to your state <laughs> that you live in." <laughs> so stupid, but yeah, it's crazy how like that's uh she because she's somebody who caught herself like being a Karen. And was like, oh, and it's probably and she's from like 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 they're so fucking woke in like Portland, Oregon and shit. Yeah. So she's probably like that's her worst nightmare. Yeah. So it's she's like, trying to backpedal like yeah. so fast. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not about race. This is not about race. This is about you being a bad driver from a different place. And and you know what? We're gonna talk this race thing out. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna change the world right now. <laughs> it starts with us. And he and he just isn't having it. He's just like throwing a tantrum. They were they were both like insufferable. But it was funny. I saw uh, one video where people were calling this one girl like a Karen in training because she uh, she's like a high school girl. And like she, she's like uh, like emo or goth or whatever, whatever, <coughs> though, like the depressed click is now. Yeah. Um, and she's like walking with her friends and <laughs> some black dude is like filming himself with them in the background. He's like, oh, shit, it's a suicide squad. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like getting so fucking mad at him. I was just thinking about, because uh, Aaron and I were uh, walking the kids around the mall, and we stopped by Hot Topic, and I'm like, this has not changed. There have been these people since I was in high school, and before, This these have been around. Like, is this the uniform? Like, <laughs> like when you start at Hot Topic, do they go... Okay, uh, all good. Now, we do have a dress code. You have to wear a choker every day and tie your hair yeah. and at least three pierces. So, like, can you go in there wearing, like, a polo shirt? And, <laughs> like, they're like, all right, you got the job. Uh, you're on register. No dress code. <laughs> you can wear you or, like, could you, like, interview and you're, like, super gothed out and then you come in? <laughs> like, you come in in a three-piece suit or something. Yeah. And they're like... Uh, excuse me, this is a workplace? (laughs) (laughs) We expect you to dress professionally. We're going to need you to put giant holes in your ears. (laughs) If you don't cut holes in the knees of those slacks right (laughs) now. (laughs) That's like a, that's a really good question. (laughs) Like, (laughs) would they get pissed off for you dressing too nice? (laughs) Like, because I know, like, just business casual, like casual Friday comes up, and so you just like dress like in in khakis and a uh, a button up shirt, and they're just like, "What is this?" Or like, or you comb your hair to the side. Ah, oh. I think this is an old reference now, but like, uh, like if you work at Abercrombie and Finch, uh-huh. uh, Fitch, you have to wear their clothes, but for some reason, 
it, you could also just be shirtless. Yeah. Like, why is that? Why is that their thing? Being shirtless and you have you sell clothes. Yeah. And you have got like not wearing need, clothes. I don't need these. <laughs> like, is it like so? Is it like a ploy? So like somebody's like, oh, that poor man, and they go in and buy him a shirt. <laughs> is that like what That's it's funny. supposed to be? Oh man, can you, can you imagine though you're working at uh, Hot Topic and and you come in in Crocs. Croc topic. <laughs> you come, you come in in Crocs and like basketball shorts, and <laughs> <laughs> or you know what would be the best? Just a t-shirt. What would be the best is um like you have loafers, uh mm-hmm. those like stupid fucking plaid golf shorts or whatever. Uh huh. That uh, yeah. white guys used to wear. Yeah. And then used to. uh a polo shirt with a sweater tied around your neck. Oh, uh, or an ascot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, just the idea that like the the brand that's supposed to be quote unquote counterculture, like if they're actually like fucking sticklers for <laughs> dress code. Well, it's like that thing is like you can't be uh like uh like we don't like conformists, so you have to dress the same way that we do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, that that is what it is. Is like uh uniquely like unique conformity it's just okay you're no one can understand you except for literally ever like they sell us they have a store where they sell all the shit for people like yeah (laughs) like you're you're not that unique if there's a chain of these stores in every mall around the world to supply people around around the united states what's weird is when they were the biggest like that was like true but now it's almost like it's unique because there's not really malls anymore. Oh, uh, well, I mean, still, every mall I've been to has a Hot Topic. Yeah. But, like, how many malls have you been to? A lot. I drive I, I drive for a living across and the country. you just go to malls all the time? <laughs> kind of. Because if I have, uh like, hours and hours and hours off, like, because I would drive, and then typically there's, like, five to ten hours where I have nothing to do, and I have to park the bus... And like an empty lot, malls are usually like if they're nearby, <laughs> they're they're empty. And just making me think of this video I uh, I watched the other day, that was um it, I think it's Eddie Burback, mm-hmm. and the whole video was him going on a uh, cross country trip to go to every rainforest cafe in America. Yeah, I saw the thumbnail for that. I didn't actually uh, watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I what pissed me off is I skipped because I was like. I'm going to skip to the part where he goes to, like, the rainforest. Great Lakes. Yeah, to yeah. Great Lakes. And he skips right over that part. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> the video is 40 minutes long. He shows, like, the inside of the mall for, like, every place. And then he gets to, like, he's like, yeah, we went to Michigan. And then we went, <laughs> like, oh, that was it? No. So, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, getting into the. The books. We we can go through this real fast. It's We're a short two story. hours in. It's short story. <laughs> I mean, we can we can do um like the first two issues, like a description of like her getting the, her powers and stuff, and yeah. So uh, I did. This is a difference between the show and this that I feel like is way more prominent in the book than in the show. That her yearning for Western culture is a lot stronger. It feels in yeah the, in the comic of like. Her, her culture itself feels almost like a chore 
Whereas, like, oh, she wishes she can eat meat uh, and, like, bacon and whatnot. And is even kind of uh, funny because she calls it infidel meat. It's nice. It's nice branding there. It, it kind of, like, reminds me of the, the last episode of Miss Marvel when uh, <laughs> her uh, rab What is the... Oh, I forget what the... Not, like, rabbi or pastor. What is I the... I forget. But the the guy who's, like, in uh, head of their church yeah i forget the term for it but when he with an s uh yeah when he like is using like snapchat and he's like oh i'm a hot dog i hope i'm halal (laughs) oh yeah yeah uh so anyway also um zoe's a bigger asshole in the comic than in the show yeah she starts off being huge asshole and then like um becomes friends with uh, like the the whole group, and uh-huh. she uh she she's dating that one dude uh, at the beginning of there, and I think he ends up being a supervillain, and then she ends up being gay, and likes um, Nakia. Oh, is Nakia gay? No. Okay. Probably bad, just for the religion <laughs> aspect, right? I can see it making it difficult. <laughs> uh, I like the Circle Q thing. He works at a Circle Q. They're, you know, it's the Circle Q. Yeah, and they Circle reference um, they reference Bill and Ted. I don't know if you caught that or because uh, Circle Q is based off the real life gas station Circle K. All right, you know what's a huge improvement? Her dad. Her yeah. dad in the show is fantastic. Yeah, he's not as uh, as charming in the comic, or at least at first. He kind of like loosens up a little bit later. Sure, but, but he's a dad. He's yeah. he's just a, a fictional dad. I feel like like obviously one that cares for his kids, but like he's the dad role, and it's not so much that he is his own character. And I really liked uh, how he was in the show more, like especially like the enthusiasm of. Yeah, like you felt like you like when you see him, you're like, I know people like that. Yeah, and like of like, oh, that that's cool. I kind of wish my dad was a little more like that. Like where because he's he wants to be playful. Like the whole like so in the show, she it's a it's not a party. It's a vendor con. And she wants to go uh, cosplay and and their parents. So they don't know all the details that she has that yeah. it, it's a Miss Marvel cosplay because it's a contest and she's trying to win the contest. And the whole point is that it's her favorite Avenger. And from her perspective, cause she's a kid is like, well, I'm your kid. You're supposed to pay attention to me. You should know Miss Marvel is my, or Captain Marvel is my favorite superhero. And, uh, they're like, okay, she likes the Avengers and we like the, uh, we, we want her to be happy. What can we do? Oh, I got a good idea. Big Hulk, Little Hulk. And he goes in and it's like basically Green Man. Yeah. <laughs> and is so excited. But I feel like it rounds him more as a character and, and more realistic that when she rejects it and she does the teenage tantrum thing, that he's like hurt by it. Yeah. Whereas in this, he just... Like, like she's upset about uh, 
her brother being treated differently than her and then her dad flips out and grounds her and it's like okay well that's that's a bit stereotypical yeah that that's kind of out of nowhere and yeah so in the the series he's a lot more uh heartfelt i guess i don't know he, he like i don't know he's just more he's lovable fun. yeah yeah, yeah he's like, lovable and fun and and you know like his the mom's a more of the authoritative one in the show they i do like that he has the same conversation about her name but it's at the end yeah of the series because that's what they got to do is like it's not like the first episode's the origin story the whole series is the origin story so yeah. he, t- he starts going about uh what kamala means as a name and maybe it's a stretch that it means marvel but <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> but you know they got there. His Miss Marvel. <laughs> I do. One of the things that is really funny to me about, like, especially with how close that uh, actress is to the character of mm-hmm. Kamala, where she like, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen like interviews with her, but she's real like, uh, like nerdy, especially about like the MCU and stuff. Right. But she's like way the way that Kamala feels about Captain Marvel, she's like that with Iron Man. Yeah. And like Tony in yeah. like uh Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I saw like articles about like Kevin Feige was like, Hey, stop trying to talk about Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on on the set when uh she's supposed to be super into Captain Marvel. Yeah, and uh they did the whole like asked her if she could name every Marvel movie and she misses four of them and one of them was Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> That's hilarious. <coughs> I guess it is tough at this point. Like I can see you like just because of the sheer quantity. Yeah, I think she missed Captain two. Marvel, um, the Hulk, and both Guardians. Mm. Well, I don't know how you miss both Guardians. Well, it, you either miss both Guardians or you get both Guardians. Okay, so you just forget about the Guardians. Yeah, because yeah. I think you're going over like when you're doing it, you're going over like timeline in your head. And if you're going by timeline, it's really easy to skip Guardians because they don't matter for so You know so what? Long. Then I I think uh, the Hulk's tricky because the Hulk is is loosely in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Because of... Uh, well, the original Hulk. Horpity stuff. The, the, like, the original Hulk movie is like kind of almost like the first MCU movie. Huh. They had, wait, I thought I thought it was a, a like a Paramount movie. It so is the Incredible Hulk and the first Iron Man. Huh. Uh cuz they like they didn't get bought by Disney until they were like already two or three movies in. It's so weird when you consider that like retrospectively the Hulk starts the MCU. Yeah, well cuz technically like Iron Man and then the Incredible Hulk, but there's so many things in the Incredible Hulk where they like, because it's still references from the Hulk. Yeah, like there's, I mean, there's clear differences, but there's also like references yeah. towards like the origin and yeah. like where you can watch the first Hulk and kind of see it being like, all right, that led into. It is Thunderbolt Ross in all of them. I think so. Yeah. So he's the through line. Yeah, he is in the first. I don't think it's the same Thunderbolt Ross. Might be a different guy. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to think of the actor. It's been so long since I since I saw that. Yeah, movie. I'm trying. It was not a good I think movie. I'm confusing both of the movies too because I thought that Liv Tyler was in the first Hulk, no, no, but she's now in she's second. in. The, yeah, she's in the Incredible Hulk. Oh fuck! I barely remember that that first Hulk movie. It's though, rough. So. It's rough. He They're fights rough. dogs. Hulk dogs. Yeah. And then I remember the end that like his dad was like a bad dinner. Yeah, but was his dad? Um, did they change his dad into the Absorbing Man? Like, was he supposed to be the Absorbing Man, or did they just give him his powers? I have no idea. Because I remember he was, like, electricity, and then, like, was turned into ice or something, and... God, I, I don't remember so much from that movie. It's so long ago, and I, I'd never want to watch it again. No, so. I don't want to either. <laughs> uh, But, yeah, so much... Uh, I guess they... They they could have shown her fandom for Captain Marvel a little more than the first episode though. Yeah, and it just being plastered all over her room. Yeah, um, like Kamala is constantly wearing something Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Yeah, it has like the the Kree star. Yeah, where yeah in this in this series outside of her cosplay. It really has little to do with her fandom of Captain Marvel, and then it becomes just way more about family and culture, and and I don't know, like when when a whole show plot becomes that. Yeah, well, like I one thing I did really like though was that they it's um, like it's basically just fat family matters, but with powers. <laughs> But that that has my mind racing. To what <laughs> like Super Urkel? Doesn't he? Be, he becomes Superman, doesn't he? I don't remember. I and know then he becomes his... Bruce Lee in another episode, and yeah, he definitely becomes like a Bruce Lee character, and, yeah. he, and he has the whole Stefan Urkel um, persona because he has like this machine that gives him like charisma and shit. yeah. Man, that show got weird. It did. <laughs> it did. I mean, I was. I was a little kid, so it all made sense to me. But thinking back <laughs> yeah. on it, like how it be, like how it started, because uh, Aaron and I went back and started watching it, and like we totally forgot. Like, oh, it, it's had almost nothing to do with Steve Urkel. It was about family and and yeah, it's matters. It wasn't. <laughs> he was not supposed to be a big part of it. Um, I had a point that I had, like had completely forgot. Oh uh, my bad. Dude. Uh, I don't even remember where I was like coming from. Was it about it. the show or the comic? Um, was it about Kamala or the Khan? I I just it's nowhere it's nowhere up there. Now I'm thinking about like Kamala as like a Khan, like yeah. like Shao Khan <laughs> in Mortal Kombat, or like Saw Khan. What is that? And you can Saw Khan these nuts. <laughs> oh, it's, dude, <laughs> how uh, how did I fucking? Walk into that. You know why? Because, okay. Because Sawcon is a brand of, um, of, like, this bullshit, like, driving tracker thing that you have to use uh, if you're a DOT driver. And so, like, I was using one of those. So, like, I would never think I'd hear the, the term Sawcon outside of, like, my work life. Now, every time you, get, you see that, though, you're going to sock on these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh damn! We are. Hey man, so we did the thing you said where we we didn't go over these comics. God damn it! 
I don't know. It like restarted or something. Oh, that's not good. Because now it's at three minutes. Oh, like on its own? It just yeah stopped and kept going? Huh, I wonder if it made a continuation. No, I hope it didn't miss anything. Oh, I mean, we, we got mean, enough. We, we, we got enough. We could pro- yeah. we probably wrap it up about now. Yeah, we've uh, we've gone through all the like, or at least a couple of the important stuff with the comic. Uh, yeah, she she gets powers. You know, saves the girl. Uh, I do like that they because they did redo the party scene a little bit when they like that guy's like, oh, drink this, and it's like it's just orange juice, and they're like, oh, vodka. There's vodka. Yeah. In it. And then after one drink, she's like, oh, I'm wasted. Yeah, it's it's so weird. The, like, you can think back to all these little things in the dialogue and stuff, and it's like, they kept all that stuff. Yeah. There's so, so many close. Th- they have, like, the and tree like, outside of her house, like, is perfect. And, and just the way her house is, like, designed is exactly from the book. But meanwhile, the biggest thing, they're like, yeah. eh, we're going to twist it. We're going to spin it. And energy. And that's... It cheapens it, and that's what I'm angry. Yeah, I'm angry at the cheapening of the thing. Like, let her be unique. Like, and that's the thing they want to focus on her uniqueness culturally and all this other stuff. It's like, okay, let her be unique with her power set. It's weird. Somebody pointed out her hands get ginormous. Somebody pointed out too that like, like Marvel changed her powers because they don't want her to seem too much like Reed Richards. Meanwhile, every single villain that they've ever had has the same powers as the hero. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even then, that, that that doesn't make any sense. Like, so you're saying no two po- characters have the same power? Yeah. It, like, and then you look at it and you're like, like, oh, oh they're, they're totally not going to do War Machine. Yeah. Then. And then Bucky has the same powers as uh, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Yeah. War Machine steroids. and Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just steroids. <laughs> steroids and being old. Oh yeah. It's crazy. He has the same powers as um, Captain America and as uh, Luke Skywalker, his mechanical arm. Yeah, and he looks like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's the, it's just the cheapening. Yeah. Of it that He's... it sucks because even if. You know what? I would go from it's an okay show to it's a good show if all they did was keep the powers accurate. Yeah. If and that's all they did and they they changed her from being an inhuman and now she's a mutant and also kept all that stuff about her family in Pakistan, like, okay. Well, and also her powers aren't the same as Reed Richards. No. They're just like, stretches. They're, yeah, they're, they're kind of similar. Like. But his are to stretch, and hers is to make her body parts bigger. Yeah, or smaller. She could become yeah. tiny. She's like... And she can, like, change how she looks, too. She's... If you took Mystique, Reed Richards, and Ant-Man and mixed them all yeah. together, that's her. And Plus she's teenage lo- awkwardness. She's not even, like, stretching her hand or anything. She's like, in it. Yeah, it's literally what she just, says. It's bigger. She literally says, in Yeah, and she can just control, like... Like I'm, my legs got bigger, so I'm like I'm running real, like a lot, like farther. like covering distance faster. Yeah. But she runs the same speed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they did that, but they did, and we're stuck with that. Hopefully, they fix it at some point. 
I, I you know, I kept hoping that's what they were going to do. Mm. Was that like somehow the energy absorbs into her body and now her body's doing the thing? I was hoping that the um, I keep on forgetting what it's called. The like the bracelet thing. I forget a what bangle. A bangle. I kept on thinking the like bangles the tiger. because it, it glows blue. I kept on thinking, like, that's going to break, and there's going to be a Terrigen cloud in it. Mm. And, like, that's going to give her power. And what pissed me off is um, when they first, like, show that rift, and it, like, it hits that one woman who's, like, next to it. She gets covered just like the cocoons, but instantly skeleton. Yeah. (laughs) So there was, like, a quarter of a second where I was like, that's, like, Terrigen. Oh, no. (laughs) Never mind. Yep. Like instantly just kicked me in the nuts. No, no. <laughs> uh, what was hilarious though was because it does get clunky. It, they want too much to happen for no good reason. Like we're gonna go home. We're gonna create a rift in space and time and cross into our own dimension. We don't care if it d- destroys this one. So they do it, and then they're just like, "Oh, I gotta stop it." I know just how to stop it. Let it kill me. <laughs> I will say, and she just dies, and then it goes away. And it's like, what the shit was that? I will say, I normally don't have um, this issue with like Marvel stuff, because like there's the obvious of like, like oh, we know they're all in the same universe. Why don't they like go and get their friends to help with this problem? Yeah, and, and like before, like for most of them, I'm like, you just gotta like suspend that, and it like it doesn't fucking matter. But when with Thor, right? When he's literally trying to like get an army, uh huh. Of like, do you know the Avengers? You know, you so were just hanging out with the Guardians. Yeah, like, I think it shows how little he uh, cares. Yeah, <laughs> about like, those people. That's the only time that that really bothered me was when he he's actively looking. Yeah, and he goes to like a bunch of gods that he doesn't know and asks for their help. But he knows like all these people that have superpowers Dude. that could help. Broken up, uh, millionaire was pretty sweet though. Yeah, like the uh, way like she like, like, like throw it and it would be like bullets shooting out and yeah. coming back. That Which like kind of, it, not in that way where it's like, because in the comics it doesn't like do that, uh-huh. or at least like for Jane at that point, uh, it didn't like break up like that because it wasn't broken. Right. Uh, although now her hammer's like that because she broke it, and when Thor got it back, it was like still broken. So, but, uh, that, that's besides the point. What I would say is, uh, it doing that when she is using the hammer goes with that. Like she unlocks more powers in the hammer because the hammer like likes her more than Thor. Oh, nice. So that's why like when the closest I'd say it is, is when, uh, we first see her as Thor and like, uh, Thor sees Mjolnir just flying around in a circle, Uh just hitting everybody is like that only works for her in the comics that it just is like moving like that. Like she doesn't really have to throw it and then bring it back and then throw it. Right. Is she's just like traveling around in circles and just flying in different, almost like, um, Yandu's arrow. Right. Man. Oh, I don't remember though. Like her turning into Thor, that wasn't speeding up her cancer. Was it in the comics? Yeah, it was. Oh, was it? It was, well, it wasn't speeding up her cancer. What it was doing, it was cleansing her body of all toxins, and she was going through chemotherapy. So every time she'd do chemo, she'd turn into Thor, and it would get rid of the chemo. Oh, that makes so much sense. 
yeah. Which you I think, think is better than the way that they did it where... Because they did it where just the chemo wasn't working. And being Thor was sapping her life force. Yeah. Whatever, which was kind of lame. Um, huh. You'd think, though, the, the gods <laughs> of anywhere, including Asgard, like, would know how to beat cancer. They... In the comic, they do, but she, uh, and I think, uh, like, part of it had to do with her being a doctor, and, like, she didn't want uh, to use... she's a dum-dum. Yeah. She's Steve Jobs. She's a dum-dum. Uh, essentially, she's, <laughs> she's like... She's a dum-dum. She's like, oh, did, I'll figure it out my way. I got it, it. Where she's like, yeah, I don't want to use, like, our Asgardian uh, medicine to, like, just heal myself. <laughs> like, I'm going through chemo. Meanwhile, it's Asgardian magic that's taking away the chemo. Oh. Dumb dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh I I guess that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're really far in. We don't even know far. how much it's yeah. Uh yeah, so that was vaguely part of uh Miss Marvel's origin. Um Yeah, you you know what though? <laughs> this first arc, it's not like it's it's fantastic anyway. Like, other than you know, you get to know her. It's a good setup for the character. Get, sure. But like Vic as a character, I I mean I don't really care about him. It it just sorts of sort of sets up like how cool of a head uh, Bruno has, uh, really. But he's got this fuck up brother named Vic who wants a hundred dollars. Like it's such a specific thing where he's like, hey, this inventor guy who's gonna make who makes me feel special. Like he wants me to get a hundred dollars. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna uh. I need to borrow a hundred dollars, and if you don't give me a hundred dollars, I'm gonna go to the store you work at and rob it for a hundred dollars. <laughs> like it's so it's such a specific amount of money. I'm not saying it's like a hundred dollars is nothing, but like to commit armed robbery yeah. in broad daylight hey man, at a store. Some people suck dick for coke. Yeah, and that's providing a service for payment. <laughs> like this is a guy, like a, a service for a good. This is a guy who is up to no good. Just take Stop it. it. <laughs> know where you were going and no. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's it's sillier. Other than seeing her struggle with her power is uh, much different than kind of the cookie cutter, like, uh, fucking energy nonsense yeah. in the show. It, um, and there's like yeah. a, there's a weird thing with the show that, like, Reading the first arc of this, it gives you like, it gives you a lot of respect for the things they did right in the show, and then yeah. it makes you much angry about the things they did wrong. You know what's weird is that it's for that reason what I can't really say which is better. I don't know that the the book is if the book is better than the show or the show is better than the book, because the good parts exist in both. Mm-hmm. There are there are really good parts that character build in both, and then it's like. Okay, this is kind of anticlimactic and and not that interesting. That has a better storyline and just the fact that more stuff is happening. You you see the the red scarf guys or whatever the, the red daggers red dagger. Okay, yeah, but it's a red scarf. <laughs> but they throw daggers. They have daggers, but the daggers oddly enough aren't red. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're cool and they you know their fight scenes cool and everything. 
the, the fucking master guy was like whooping ass. Like that was really sweet. Yeah. Until but, he just like sort of dies anticlimactic. Yeah, the way he dies is really dumb because it's like I I'd I'd almost kinda understand if it was like oh I got this like one knife, throw it uh-huh. and then gets killed. He threw uh, a couple knives at them. <laughs> Yeah, and then like when he like straight up knew he like they were just running from people. He knew if he turned his back, he was definitely dead. He f- he feels like what happens when uh they hire like yeah like a a production hires um a stunt person who is like incredible at what they're doing, so they really stand out in the choreography. But they're not meant to go any further because they're not an actor. So then they end up just dying, yeah, and being rid of. But this guy was a good actor too. So like. They the 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 thing was that like the second you uh the second you meet him, you know he's a character destined to die. Yeah, and you're just like, all right, so when's it well, happen? Yeah, we're getting to the point where he's gonna die, and they make him like so cool, and then you're like, oh, he's definitely dying because if he doesn't die, this is a show about him now. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> he's he a just, badass. He's just solving the problems himself. Yeah. yeah, like he does not need them. Yeah, <laughs> like he's the badass of the group. So like they have to kill him, so the show's still about Kamala. Yeah. What's the Captain Marvel thing at the end though? What's the deal with that? Uh, the next thing that uh, is the Marvels movie, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, so that that's just a a holy MCU thing that she just ports there. Like, I didn't know if there was ever a um like a team up tie-in or something in the comics i mean they they do like team up and stuff but like i can't think of anything that it would be like why they would like switch places and stuff and most of their their team-ups are uh like carol kind of comes in and solves the problem that kamala's (laughs) dealing with because and like kamala's like oh my god you're so great that's what i was wondering the whole time where it seemed like too much was going on that was overwhelming Kamala. Like she, okay. Kamala as a character in this show cannot overcome this. She cannot overcome damage control. She can only escape damage control at best. Like, but she doesn't like win. Like even when they do the whole, the communities on her side, even the police, they still get out of the way for damage control. Yeah. <laughs> like it's only the other guy, the the more likable guy in damage control who shuts down what they're doing because of the P- the bad PR that stops them. Yeah, the guy who vaguely looks like Nick from uh yeah. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh so he was in another one of the Marvel movies, right? Yeah, yeah, he's been in a couple. Um, he's he's in the Spider-Man one. He talks to Ned. Yeah, I remember he was in the I'm trying to remember the exact part. Like cuz I know I've seen him in like other Marvel movies and I was like I don't remember like he wasn't in the first Spider-Man, right? I don't know. I think he's just been around as long as Damage Control has been around. But maybe that was the first Spider-Man, though. Then and maybe like more and more prominently. Like uh, there, there were uh, Shield agents that were like that, that were woven through the movies, and then they were in yeah. the show. Like that one dude who like just had a weird face. Uh, I so many people have weird faces. I no, but he was like his face was melting. <laughs> he's he's a senator and he's also in Hydra. 
He's the guy who's like, fuck you, Mr. Stark. Fuck oh, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I was thinking of, like, Agent Sitwell. Yeah, Sitwell. Stuff like that. Like, Sitwell was in a few. Um, Most prominently, right? Like, he's he's the Hydra one. Yeah. In uh, Winter Soldier. So, yeah. It, but I was, so I was expecting Captain Marvel to show up to solve that problem. Of like, because how is Kamala supposed to do it? And then they just like solve themselves by going, now go home. Yeah. <laughs> and think about what you did. But also I feel like it would have been really weird if like, <clears throat> they've already like established that Carol's like doesn't really stay on Earth. Yeah. Uh, so like having it that like, she just happened to hear about this thing in Jersey. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be weird. But it's her number one fan, you know? Yeah. Maybe she was like, I heard you won the contest. <laughs> yeah. I did I did like that they had um the uh I'm I'm blanking on her name now. Zoe that she was the in like a smell? the new girl. Yeah. That uh they had her wearing like the classic Miss Marvel uh costume. Yeah. Yeah, and then they were trying to act like that her suit's not even doesn't remotely look like that. And it's what's, like, but we know. What's funny too is like the differences between the show and the book is in the book, uh, she like she talks shit about the Captain Marvel costume. Mm-hmm. She's like, No, I want the like the cool sexy mm-hmm. uh old yeah. version that like not the stupid crap, like I want the heels and shit. Yeah. And like then it's the exact opposite in the show. Well, because in the book she's trying like she's craving Western culture more than what yeah. she does in the show. In the well, show, she doesn't... Like, in the show, it's like, she just doesn't know what she is. Like, yeah. because she doesn't have the same immigrant experience that her family had. So, as far as she knows, she's just a kid from Jersey, and she's expected to be these other things that don't make sense. But, I don't know. I'm... If I had to tear it out of 100, it's it's like 70s. It's a, it's a C. As as a show, and and so much of that has to do with the powers. Yeah, being lazy. it's that it, it takes a huge hit with how bad the powers are. I like her. I like most all the actors. She, she might be like one of the most well cast Marvel characters. Yeah, I just don't like what it means for her to have the powers that she has, because like, you know, she has. Um, you, yeah protagonist defense of just like you know energy armor she can't get hurt really like there are no consequences kind of what's really weird too is that actress that is her first acting job Hmm. like hasn't even been in like commercials and shit before that so it's kind of like also mirroring the uh real character isn't that kind of what uh what happened with spider-man tom holland no. Oh, he was already like acting and He's shit. He's a bunch of shit. Oh. Um. Oh, he just sent in his own audition tape of him doing acrobatics and stuff, right? Yeah, cause he like he uh he actually like trained in gymnastics and shit and like could yeah. do all those and was also like just a huge Spider-Man fan. And that was another interview that I heard uh with uh, I think Amani is her name who plays uh Kamala, but um. She was saying that I think Tom Holland was the first like Marvel actor she met, 
Oh. And he cool. like he was like, oh, so like um, what happens in your show? Uh-huh. And he and she was like, what happens in your movie? <laughs> like so, like I I can't uh-huh. tell you like you tell me your thing. And yeah. she said that. He pulled out a picture of him with uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Uh-huh. And it was like, dude, you're not <laughs> supposed to tell people this. But isn't he notoriously known for yeah. spilling shit? So, like, without prompt, just being like, what happens in your movie? And he's like, well, you got to see this. Oh, he probably thinks, like, eh, same team. Yeah. We all got NDAs. So, clearly, when you have an NDA with someone else who has an NDA, you can break the NDA with each other. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Arby's. <laughs> yeah. They cancel each other out. Yeah. You don't have to use a condom because the other person has Arby's. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's probably time we wrap yeah. this episode up. It's going to be a long fucking... Oh, it's going to be two and a half hours. Oh, my God. <sighs> nice. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was all the shit that we covered. <laughs> Talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, that's for today. Oh, check us out on all the shits. Oh yeah, we do a whole thing. We do a whole thing at the end. I'm tired. We're just we're only missing Justin and he doesn't even add in this part. No, like, he we're does. just fucking it up. I'm just exhausted. Oh um, man. Uh, yeah, so we have uh cuz you know what? You know what the thing is is um if they're I, this far, they already either do that or they don't care. Well, that but also um it's less in my mind because I've uh Unless I'm, like, posting something, I've deleted Twitter off my phone. Oh, okay. And I've been, like, so much happier. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that, like, I, I have at it. So, like, I'll see what... Because my last fucking straw was that um, the end of Stranger Things came out. Uh-huh. And it was literally 5 o'clock in the morning. Like, 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. And I looked at my phone, and uh, somebody had spoiled, like, two big things that happened. Oh, fuck. The two biggest things that happened in the, the last uh-huh. episode both were spoiled for me right away shit that 11 turns 12 (laughs) yeah (laughs) in 789 (laughs) i mean maybe that was a weird ass place those kids were weird yeah i'm sure there's a cannibal in there (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah but uh, yeah we uh, go uh, check us out on our social media we barely use and and you can uh (coughs) Buy shirts on our Teespring uh, to help us out. And we got a book, The Saddest Little Fart. Check that out. It's fantastic. I'm going to be making an animation out of that eventually. Yeah. Let's announce that way before. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I'm stoked about it, son. <laughs> yeah. I just had the idea. So, so. yeah, uh, the link for all that shit is in the show notes. And uh, that's for today. Oh.